Black Friday for those in the U.S. Uh, Let me pull up that date so I could tell the foreign listeners who don't get a Black Friday. Uh, That is November 24th, uh, midnight. That so the 23rd at midnight as it becomes the 24th Eastern Standard Time. Our first bonus podcast album will be released. Not just the Steely Dan song. Yes. This ain't no whack Christmas. Our first Christmas podcast will be up there. Uh, Check it out. What about the other one? What do you mean? Is there going to be two? Yeah. Well, that's the package. name of the it's album. This ain't you no get, whack Christmas. You get is the more album. than one thing. Oh, and you yeah. get you get multiple pods. Yeah. One pod is Christmas games featuring a lot of guests and TSD Town alumni. Yep. And some, if you look at the cover, you'll see some guests and there's others not listed. There's more. And we tried to find a way to get all past guests involved. And I think we did a pretty good job, some sure. would say. Yeah. And, um, The other track on that album is a bonus track where we will be covering the Christmas classic, It's a Wonderful Life. Mm -hmm. So you get two pods. Sorry, Jibba Stewart. Mary. Oh, Mary. (laughs) (laughs) Steve doesn't get that yet because he hasn't watched it. But I will. You're going to get two tracks of reviewing history content for only five bucks. Half of the money is going to St. Jude's Children's Hospital. Um, it's a charity that's near and dear to my heart. I've, How much is Beaver going to hate that uncle? Oh, he's, he's have no forgiveness for it. I can't <laughs> wait to talk about that. Oh. But oh, uh, no. St. Jude's is a charity that's near and dear to my heart. This isn't a complete cash grab. Half of everything we make from the album. Not a complete. It's just a half cash half grab. Half cash grab. <laughs> right. Got to be honest. Um, half the money <laughs> is going to St. Jude's Children's Hospital. Uh, on Bandcamp, you have the uh, option to give more money than the album costs. If you do that, we will still honor the deal and we will be sending half of everything we make to St. Jude's Children's Hospital. I, I, I think if they're going to send extra, we should it's send all going, of the yeah, extra. The extra just goes to St. Jude, yeah, not to we're us. We're not going to take half of that extra money, yeah. Brian. What's the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> It's a 50 They're not sending split. extra money so you make yeah, more. Dumbass. They're sending extra money to donate to charity. <laughs> well, I was hoping we could make a little extra scratch. No, Scrooge. No. <laughs> Scrooge, the St. Jude thing was my idea. <laughs> oh, it's my idea. <laughs> give to charity. See, like, that's why you should give me money because I'm going to give some to charity. No, no. All the extra goes to charity. <laughs> I'm trying to make us a little scratch here, and I'm getting turned down. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Because you're doing it in underhanded, ruthless ways. How? You're stealing from kids. Yeah. Oh. It's not stealing. You're trying to, we're trying to help children. They can mess with a lot of things, but they can't mess with kids, kids on, on Christmas. And you're just, give me money. Anyway, so go check that out. Um <laughs> It's a, I, I had so much fun making that album. I can't wait for people to hear it. Check that out. We also have on the website right now, limited edition print of the album cover. It will go away December 26th, never to return. Yep. It's an ugly Christmas sweater or a ugly holiday t-shirt. t-shirt. Yes. So, so it's your choice of if you want to get it. It's the cover on a shirt, limited edition. I think you got one. Right. I have one. It we will go away the they 26th and that's it. All let's, right. Let's go.
Hello, you're listening to Reviewing History, your comedy history podcast. I'm filmmaker and teacher Brian Rupert, joined here by... As always, Stephen Bagliacca. And... And your favorite... Anthony Galati. Hi. Woo! Here he is, boys. Star of the show. Star How of the show. How are we doing? Not at all. I'm a little sad. October's <laughs> over. Yeah, you're sad you're, about you that. You're sad. I like the I like the Spooktober movies. I have fun with it. I'm what? happy we we don't have to watch scary stuff because I like sleeping. <laughs> Do you get spooked out? Well, when you research the real stuff, I get spooked out. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like this year. This isn't real. Then it's like, oh my god, this happened. This really? year was much less spooky than last year, in my opinion. You're right. You're right. I but would, next year I have a really bad spooky one that I don't like watching. So oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll okay. save it. I'll save okay. it. It's a little okay. surprise for you. Um. <laughs> We haven't recorded in a few weeks. It's they nice to see that. you both. Yeah, that. it is nice. I, I missed you guys. Like, we yeah. saw each other last week. That's I true. See you every day. Yeah. Well, well not anymore. Well, yeah, who knows? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> just say it. Ominous. <laughs> I'm not. I, I just. You're knowing nothing today. I'm just gonna say. Oh, maybe yeah. this. Maybe, Vague maybe. Steve. No, I'm hinted things and then pull it away. Gonna post it on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> Brian and I used to uh, work together. Now we don't anymore. Wow. Yeah. yeah we st- it's end of an era, really, because, yeah. you know. We've worked together a long time, well, many different jobs. It's been a while. But what was the best? Ooh, that's a good question. Where oh, This? I think Fridays. <laughs> oh, like, uh, yeah. yeah. the most fun. I think as far Fridays, as, like the, like, the jobs. The most fun, yeah. yeah. The Tom Cruise restaurant. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Right, right. It was that was fun. Yeah, yeah flipping the bars and yeah, we would kick each other in the legs. Oh, and, yeah, it was. Why would you lawless. kick each other in the legs? It was a lawless place. It's a weird all. thing to say. Why would you- you'll be like taking an order and you'll just walk by and hit the back of the knee and you'll see just fall. We were heavy in the MMA at the time. Yeah. So like we would always talk about it and stuff. And Pat, the P-Man, worked there with me yeah, as well at right. one point. And we would just leg kick each other when you were waiting at yeah. table. It was like a thing we did. That's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. There was one time Pat had a whole party. He had like 12 guests and he filled up all these sodas <laughs> on a tray. And he's getting ready to bring it over. And he as he lifts it. I just kick him in the leg. Really? Yeah. He the dropped so- him? The soda went fucking everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I, I watched him do it for like 10 minutes all these so how angry shit. was he he was furious <laughs> and he was so good he's like clean it up what the fuck worth it <laughs> oh it's so worth it <laughs> he would go behind me while i'm taking orders and he'd put his arms be- like in front of me and going, i'm the four-handed waiter and he'd have a notepad, <laughs> in front have of a the notepad and, yes. and pen in his hand going like this like <laughs> so, be, so people think they're at a chaos, restaurant chaos. trying to order something and then there's a comedy bit yeah, yes. yeah. He, would, he would pretend to speak only like yoda to specific tables but the table next to them he wouldn't <laughs> So he'd be like, order you must. And they would, they would give his order. And he'd be like, away, quickly it will come. And turn to the next table. You all good? <laughs> yeah. Good? yeah. Just, I remember one time when I worked at Applebee's, there was a guy and he was drinking a milkshake. He was a waiter. Waiter okay. was drinking a milkshake in the kitchen. Right. And he put the milkshake down on top of like a rack That's where it was cool. above his eye level and yeah. he forgot that he put it there. So he comes back into the kitchen and he thinks one of the guys behind the counter, behind the the grill, the guy, one of the cooks had taken his milkshake and the guy was cleaning. He was cleaning the rack because it was closing time kind of. So he'd spent like 20 minutes cleaning this rack and he, and he just misplaced his milkshake. So he's like, what'd you do with my milkshake? The guy's <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know where your milkshake is. 
the guy turns around, he pours a, a whole like fucking tumbler full of Mountain Dew and he goes, whoops, and dumps it <laughs> all, all, all over with everything the guy just cleaned. <laughs> and then he found his motion. <laughs> we can. What do you say that? I'll admit I was wrong. <laughs> I'm gonna bleep. I'm gonna bleep the name. Can you tell me who uh, who's milk? Who like? Tell me each party. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> JB. Whoops. <laughs> That's hysterical. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. You know, that casual dining. Yeah. Really, we're not here to yeah, talk about, about uh, casual, dining. casual dining. We're not. Yeah. I mean, we could. <laughs> I mean, we kind of just talk about whatever it's on these things, yeah. don't Robust we? Robust history in casual dining. Yeah. <laughs> the history of friendlies. <laughs> friendlies. I haven't been to a friendly since I was probably like five years old. because there was I, one in the mall? I don't think they existed for a long time in, in our area, at least. Are they still around? Seems like such an 80s thing. Yeah. There's, they're around. It's rare, though. I went to one like a year or two like, what ago. Was that? What was that? Johnny Rockets. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. That like was like Johnny a burger Rockets. joint. Yeah. yeah. They danced. They sung and danced while you're trying to get your order. How about Fuddruckers? I don't know Ooh, what that is. Fud Rockers is rare. That's uh, it's in Pennsylvania on the yeah, way to Lancaster. Uh, I've stopped there many a time. Really? Yeah, I had a bit with my family. You're get ready to piss your pants. Okay. Every time we would say Fud Rockers, I would, go, I would go stop cursing. <laughs> Kills. Oh <laughs> God. Language. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh. They knew what they were doing when they named the restaurant, right? Yeah. 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 I think but- they did. It's probably somebody's name. Probably. Ugh, horrible joke. Anyway, we're here in a pick episode. Yeah, but we got some emails, guys. Oh, it's been a while. Yeah. yeah, we got a lot. Been a while. Well, yeah, because it's been four episodes since we got to read emails, realistically. So. Who yeah. did it's been a while? Was that Stained? That is Stained. stained yeah. yeah. Okay. Stained, or, stained or Creed? Who do you like better? Stained. I like Stained better, stained but is Creed better is having a moment right now. Yeah. They're having a comeback. Yeah, I don't know how or I why. I don't know this what that is. Just the internet being the internet. That's all. If they want something to be popular, it's gonna be. Popular. What about Nickelback? You throw them in there? No, they they're they're not as good as Creed. Nickel- but that's all like the same all genre. The, same. Nickel- right? yeah. the the people that hate on Nickelback will also like shit that is like almost the same, the same thing. exact yeah. Creed. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a confession. You like? Right. You like I've, no, I. I mean, I've I've like occasional Nickelback songs. I'm not right. gonna fucking pretend like the radio hits aren't catchy for mm-hmm. what they are, right. you know. But I've I've never but they, disliked they, what they do. This is how you remind me, right? That's them. And this is how, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Nickelback. But like, I I like Creed. Like, I genu I genuinely like like that uh-huh. album. You know, sure, I remember yeah. jogging like when I was training as a kid. Like, I would jog right. and listen to with it. arms wide open. Yeah, that and my sacrifice. I don't know. My what I sacrifice. Yeah. I saw a video of a guy that, like practicing Creed songs on a piano, specifically made for like walking into a wedding. So oh it's, yeah, like, really romantic. I saw Creed. that too. Yeah, and I was like, wow, what a missed opportunity. That all, I, I feel like that whole genre is just like imitating Pearl Jam. Well, it's cookie cutter. You know, yeah. like it was just Eddie Vedder was just so fucking huge in like 1995 mm-hmm. that it spawned. A thousand copycats. If I sure, go yeah. crazy, then yeah. will you still yeah. call me Superman? Bush, yep. Yep. It, you know, what it is. It's like that was alt rock, yeah. but that just became mainstream rock. rock. Yeah. yeah, like because what else was there? They're like, exactly. was there another mainstream rock at the time? Think about it. That's it. Not mainstream. that was it. Yeah, yeah. I guess Lincoln Park or like the new metal shit. 
yeah, that's new metal stuff. And then, uh, you know, eventually Linkin Park just became like kind of mainstream too. Like they would have their shit play on like Z100. They were always like the lightest new metal there was. Right? Like, because who were the big ones? There's Corn, and Slipknot and System of a Down. Yeah. But Linkin yeah. Park, Linkin Park didn't really fit with them. Well, Linkin they had Park the rap had element. A, yeah, that, yeah, like yeah, that was DJ the thing. And rap. Yeah. So, but then again, Slipknot also has like a DJ, right? I don't know. They have like, I know yeah, Limp Bizkit like does. Soundtrack. Oh, right? fuck yeah, Limp really. does. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Lethal. <laughs> Are any of those bands still around? Biscuit. They came back. Isn't Corn yeah. still around? I think Corn is still doing, around. Isn't Corn doing like actual They like, did a rock dubstep and roll? album. Oh. What? <laughs> yeah. I, oh, okay. Just how do we make the worst sounds ever? <laughs> that was That's the, the mission <laughs> statement of Corn. <laughs> How do we make unmusical noise? Man, they had like a- been doing it for thirty years. <laughs> <laughs> they had a dubstep like metal song. <laughs> it was called Twisted Transistor. I think Snoop Dogg is on it. Really? Maybe. I think so. He collaborated on it somehow. Or I'm a- having a fever dream right now. <laughs> you dreamed it. Yeah. Did you ever hear? Um, the cover of Shock the Monkey with Ozzy. Coal Chamber. Coal Chamber. There was a good no, month where Ed and I were like, like I it's to. a nightmare. It's yeah. fucking, it's uh, a nightmare. Ed and I were it's obsessed horrible. with Coal yeah. Chamber for like a month. Yeah. This well, wasn't long ago. This was like last year. A couple of years ago, Steve and I were like, let's have a new metal day. Yeah. Where we just like sat, we drank beers and watched new metal videos on YouTube. And we came yeah. across Coal Chamber's Me Loco. Yeah. Chain, life yeah. Changer. Life Changer. <laughs> Me Loco. And Ozzy's in it. No, Ozzy was in the Shock the Monkey. Wasn't he the uh, the ice cream man? I think he was. Oh, he's in the, he's video. In the video. I guess he's yeah. friends with them. Yeah, but he sings something. on Shock the Monkey. Yeah, very strange. Horrible. Stuff going on. Shock the Monkey. <laughs> yeah, very weird cover. Just, but man, yeah, like there's just sometimes we sit back and it's like, what genre are we listening to today? Mm. It's like new metal was that time. Sometimes we'll just do like Madonna. We'll just go through like a list of Madonna. Well, Madonna's, you know? classic let me tell you like something frozen I, exactly yeah. that's what i was gonna like say frozen. as far as M- madonna is horrendous right nobody actually likes madonna but the song frozen from like 1996 <laughs> what a fucking masterpiece <laughs> i like the song crazy for you by madonna really great great pop song what about um you only got four minutes to save the world when she was with justin only Timberlake. Got four minutes well that isn't that a timberlake song it's not it's madonna. both of She's them featuring isn't it I don't know who features who, but who fe- Brian, look up. Who features who? <laughs> when, do you remember when when Facebook like quizzes were huge? Yeah, yes. I took one. If you're a Madonna fan, or no, not? it was it's Madonna featuring JT and Timberland. Oh. Which 2007 hit summer song are you? <laughs> and I got you only got four minutes to save the world. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. Did you have to log in to take that? Yes, I did. They stole so much information (laughs) from me that day. They know my mother's maiden name. Yeah, Yeah, the... um... Yeah, I also like the "Die Another Day" song by Madonna. Got to die another. Isn't that like universally reviled? Like yeah. people hate that. I've come around though, and now I revel in like, how bad it is. They use that to torture people in Gitmo. <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's not a joke. Like, they would play. They would play that on loop. That's great. <laughs> yeah, there's some terrorists in 2002. Being like, oh god, I'm done. <laughs> die, die another day, Sigmund Freud. For some reason, she just says. Do you do that sometimes? You just like sit back and like binge through like 
genre videos or like uh, top, okay, top Brian, 10 lists. Brian and I used to do uh, Bad, music, Bad Fri- music Friday. Bad Music that Friday. That was the best. Yeah, nice. we'd hang out on a Friday and just listen to horrendous music. <laughs> you guys... <laughs> Let's just hang out and not enjoy our time together. Oh, it was no, no, it was a blast because it was just like making fun of shit. Right, we just right, rag right. on shit till like three in the morning. Yeah. Like, All right, I'll see you later. <laughs> Bad music Friday. That's fucking genius funny. concept. I that encourage concept. anybody listening, get together with your buddies yeah. and do Bad Music Friday. Maybe we could put up a, an official... We'll do it once a month. A Bad Music Friday playlist of what we recommend you listen to. <laughs> what would to? be a good starting song for Bad Music Friday? If somebody oh. is, if I'm jumping into Bad Music Friday like this week, what mm. am I listening to as my first song? Wow. Maybe you like Soldier Boy. Ooh. Oh, that's a good yeah. start. Yeah. <laughs> that's, good. that's good. That's good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I what think we, that's a good one. Got, Baja Men. Baja Men. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's also like um like the uh what's that factory where the guy dresses like a turkey? Arc Factory. Oh, I don't know Arc about Music that. Factory. Oh, I don't yeah. The, oh, what's that? It's Thanksgiving. Oh, oh, that guy. That yeah, guy, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Arc Music yeah, Factory. He, he that's the um Friday. Rebecca Black. Oh it's Friday. The Friday. Oh, yeah. If anybody doesn't know, I'm sure you I do. It, it was this black guy who would like fun he he'd produce like rich girls rich white girls from like the suburbs who wanted to be pop stars yeah he would yep. produce their music videos and they were always like bizarre yeah and, it's like yeah. fridays uh chinese, chinese food, food yeah uh thanksgiving nice. that's still happening i, I don't know I, if uh, he's active but i will tell you i listen to chinese food and i thank like chinese, chinese food do you listen to it while eating chinese food? every time <laughs> me and my wife have ordered oh chinese you food, put it on i put oh it on <laughs> and every thanksgiving I posted on my Facebook the song and I walk around singing it all day. Well, now I'm thinking about Three Beat Slide. You remember Three Beat Slide? Slide. Three Beat Slide was like the family band. It was a dad, his daughter, and his son. And they were like fucking weird. And they had that song on the island. Oh my God. Oh, so creepy. Yeah. (laughs) I remember this. Yeah. They were like, they, they, were they born yeah. again or something? It's summertime like, and everything's great. Were, yeah. Yeah. Something off with them. That's a good. Something that's a good. Uh, There's no sign of mom. I don't know what happened to her. <laughs> he, he might have. Mom her. is filming or she has dignity. <laughs> I would do a Friday crazy night. Friday crazy night. No, he's great. Friday. He's great. I like Talamore. Talamore <laughs> Friday crazy night. Crazy I, frog. Like unironically, I love that song. Ooh, crazy frog. Crazy frog. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's another one. All these classics. You could do any yeah. like rap. We'll, song we'll put together an official Bad Music Friday <laughs> yeah, playlist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, we'll post it. Yeah, we'll post it. Be like, Listen, if you want to get your Fridays bumping, oh, start yeah. it with this. Better yet, <laughs> how about you give us some suggestions, your own suggestions Ooh. for Bad Music okay. Friday? Okay, yeah. that's good. Yeah, yeah. Give me some bad yeah. songs. Give me something I'll cringe at. And I'll like <laughs> never come on the show again. <laughs> All right, are you ready for the first email? Yes. Yeah. Greetings from Puerto Rico. Ooh, oh. spicy. I am a TSD <laughs> fan and started listening to the Reviewing History podcast episodes featuring Walt and Bry. But okay, after listening go. to the Ninja Parking Lot story, I knew this was the podcast for me. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> TSD and Reviewing History podcasts are on the top of my podcast list above Joe Rogan, Conan, and Mike Duncan. Yeah, there we go. We're, we're beating big history. We're beating Mike Duncan. But is this going to be another situation where it's like we got six emails and they're always going to be like, "Love you guys." 
no, no. Is that no, what's no. happening here? This no. is real. This yeah. is a real email so far. No, I, oh, I'm not saying it's not real. <laughs> right. I'm just saying. Um, I am a history professor and was oh. wondering if Anthony is a historian, history teacher, or professor. <laughs> if he's not, he is one in my books. I love, I love the Wait, hold on. This. And he goes, whoa, I have to go. I'm visiting New York and someone is burning the Puerto Rican flag. <laughs> Who is burning the flag? <laughs> Sorry, Steve. I love that episode. And that was from Andres Lopez. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you. Um, no, I am not. I have no credentials whatsoever. I no, am surely an amateur. Hold on. We got we to dip into this a little bit. <laughs> okay. You did go to college I for did. history. Yes. So you're not completely like out of that world. And the only reason you don't have a bachelor's degree in history is why? Because I didn't go to gym class. <laughs> One class. I need one credit. One credit. Yeah. <laughs> he you has a bachelor's like in his summer. He doesn't have to take gym anymore. He just has to call them and be like, hey, listen, it's I not don't... required. And they'll give him his degree. <laughs> he have... doesn't want to do it. <laughs> I have a disdain for the credentialization of the American economy. I get it. I the all... economy? Yes. I also, oh, I I also don't like um, academics in any way, shape, or form. I think they're all fraudsters. But you are one. No, I'm not. Kind of. I'm a blue collar worker who happens to be interested in things. <laughs> Don't you dare call me an academic. No, but seriously, they, they've made it so that you need a, a degree in nonsense to like work sure, at Walmart. Yeah. Well, the whole know? system is sure. fucking right. broken. You yeah. know? But to, to answer his email. Yes, he does have basically a bachelor's in history. He doesn't. Have, he's not an actual historian, but. You got He's some, one in spirit. When yeah. when yeah. I was in college, you got some stuff. Here's here's some personal history for everybody. Okay. When I was in college, I was uh, in my mid twenties, my early to mid twenties, um, which was the worst time of my life. I was incredibly sad all the time, um, and because he was friends with us. Yes, <laughs> I was also trying to become a New York City police officer. Yes, and all you needed yeah. for that was sixty credits. And I would cut school. Like, I was so bad. I, I'd, like, wasted my parents' money. You who wasted had paid, so much money. Who had man. paid for me to go to college. Um, I did the same thing. Yeah, I, I was a, a leech. Uh, I would I would not show up to class. I would cut. I wouldn't do the, any of the work. And then um, I just stopped caring and stopped going. And then, uh, I luckily, I, I found a path in life, and it did not involve going back to school. I despise school. Always have. Yep. But um, but you but love taking us to my, school. My 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 love for history is purely uh, a personal thing. It's not it's not financial in any way. This is the closest thing to any kind of job, you know, <laughs> associated with that. Right. Is this show, which obviously, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we are completely negative after like some shirt sales, but I think we're definitely not. We're not making, rich. We're not making anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you got another email? That was very nice of you. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Right. Thank you very much, sir. Yeah. All right. Uh, just dropping off a show idea. Perfect storm. <laughs> I listen every. No, I never thought of that. That's a good idea. Doing another show? No, no. no. The, the movie, Perfect Storm. I saw that in the theaters with Marky Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Remember that? I hated it, but I was a kid. Can I, I guess what the show is? No, 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 that is the idea. No, I'm saying like the, the like I, I want to make a show called Perfect Storm. Oh, oh, yeah. oh what I, is it? Yes. We get on a boat and we drive into a hurricane and try to record the podcast on it. 
while watching. The mics are sliding. It, yeah. Whoa! <laughs> like we're gonna be all you phone. hear is wind. <laughs> Talking yeah. about the perfect storm. It'd be it'd be, be like, a hurricane. It'd yeah. be like watching the uninvited guests. The sound. <laughs> <laughs> That's my movie. For those that don't know it, as horrible audio. That's your eye socket. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Um, he said, "I listen every week to your gruesome attempts. Sometimes I go back and listen again because I'm a glutton for punishment." Attempts at what? Show the show. Yeah, oh. it's kind of a backhanded okay. compliment. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah I guess. <laughs> Knowing how Ant hates it when perceivers use email to suck up and tell you what a marvelous job you're doing, <laughs> He's going to insult I decided to take a one eighty <laughs> and try to find some chink in the armor to thrust my spear into. Uh, yes, I like it. There we go. Oh, and um, Brian was looking for a new name for the pick episodes. No. Uh, how about aversion therapy? Oh, fuck you. Peace out. <laughs> Keep up the work, even if it. It just seems like self-help. Feel better at <laughs> I don't hate when people compliment us. I love compliments. <laughs> but that one particular time, Brian had like 60 emails because we were doing a contest, yeah. and all they were were, you guys are great. Do you really want to <laughs> sit here for an hour and a half while Brian reads that over I and did. over again? <laughs> I was doing it in your in your for your benefit. I'm doing this for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. Right. That was good. That was good. This up. is a long email, so buckle up. All right. Buckle up. Oh, buckers. that last one. Uh, hold on. Let me see if yeah. he said who it is from. Uh, there's no name, so can't. Anonymous. Yeah, that one's anonymous. Okay. <laughs> Ready? This is from Seth. McFarlane? Seth. Yeah. That'd be really funny. Hey, guys. <laughs> I've listened to only a few episodes so far, but I like the show a lot. Thank cool. you. I just watched the one about Alexander. <laughs> the Do wigs. You, yeah. <laughs> yeah, imagine they thought that's what our hair No was. one has ever brought up those wigs. Nobody. <laughs> Not even us till today. <laughs> that's why it's great. <laughs> Do you think if I'm going to watch it, should I go for the Alexander Revisited the Final Cut? <laughs> I don't know if it makes yeah much sense to watch the shittier version first. <laughs> I put off seeing it long because I thought Colin Farrell, though a hor though a great actor, is horribly miscast. His hair is only slightly more convincing than Rupp's wig. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Yeah. There it is. It's now we never. I don't think we talked about it when we did the episode, but you no. guys had a fucking screaming match about. The the picking of the director's cut. Or we not. spoke about it. Screaming. We were screaming. Did, did, I know Brian was upset. I know you no. got mad. Well, well, what was it? it? Wasn't a we had a match. conversation about which one we should watch. Brian right. wanted to do the good version, right? But the actual theater, the first theater release was the one I felt was like the one we should do. But you got all passionate because we weren't all going to be on the same page. Well, he wanted correctly. to watch a different movie completely, basically. And that's I wanted not to watch. Smart. I wanted all of us to kind of watch different cuts. Yeah, that's not. I thought that was a good not, idea. Yeah. That's not the smartest idea. Because we're not going to be on the same page for the whole show. <laughs> like, we're just going to be confused. And the whole show is going to be like, oh, that's not what happened in mine. In mine, this part happened first. And it's, that's the whole episode. I don't want to do that. Hey, okay. you, that's a fair point. Yeah. That's just like you don't want to keep doing this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's funny when you see Northern <laughs> Europeans play Mediterranean types, like in HBO's Rome. Best especially when you have extras in the background who are much darker and hairier. Yes. yes. Yeah. Funny, yeah. considering the Romans called the Gauls hairy. Yes. Very true. Hmm. It's funny, too, though, as you noted, Bucephalus dies in that final battle against Porus. Mm -hmm. But it's pretty unlikely Alexander was still riding him into battle. Bucephalus would have been about 30. Yeah, I was thinking about that. 
the horse must have been ancient. Yeah. You know, there's no way. Maybe he just pulled like a Simpsons, like Snowball 1, Snowball 2. Yeah, maybe. The cat. Um, fun fact. You ever, you ever watched the show Turn? And I watched like the first season. I know I bring this up a yeah. lot, but Turn's one of my favorite shows. Um, the One of the characters on there named his horse Bucephalus after I was in. Really? Was, yes. Yeah. Not explicitly I said on the if, show. Uh, I think if I ever had a horse, I would, I would name it that too. That's cool. That's a cool name. Mr. Ed. <laughs> Woof. How'd they get, the, how'd they get that horse to act like that? <laughs> yeah, how do you talk so good? Yeah. What's your name? Uh, <laughs> Ants would be Mr. Hands. <laughs> <laughs> That's a deep joke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we're not explaining that one. <laughs> Someone will get it. Someone's going right. to get that. Uh, he said Bucephalus did die shortly after that point, just not in battle. There was mm. a monument on the Jaleam River, but yeah. no one has found it. Oh, and he said, Fun I just fact. listened to your review of Braveheart and I pretty much agree with your assessment. 10 out of 10, despite being grossly, even offensively <laughs> inaccurate. <laughs> of course, when I saw it in 95, That's one of my biggest regrets on the show yeah. was, gi- the, was giving that a 10. We all gave it a 10. We yeah, because it. It, it, it's, it's I, a 10. It's so like, it's I, lo- I love the movie. <laughs> I love the movie. It's a 10 to me, yeah. but it's like. How do I like look myself in the mirror after that? But like, it's so good. It just so it trumps everything. It's so good. Um, of course, when I saw it in 95, I was in high school and I didn't know anything about history. So I wasn't bothered. Yeah. Although I would point out that the effectiveness of the pikes was apparently more because of Edward II not using his long bowmen effectively. And when he faced a competent commander, all they did was keep the cavalry back and fire arrows into pike formations. I was just watching this YouTube video with historian Roel Konajedic. I don't know. I can't pronounce the name. It's like a Polish name. Oh. Yeah. Um, And he talks about both Braveheart and Alexander, amongst others. Hmm. I haven't listened to it yet, but I think my next one will be Master and Commander, which I've seen (laughs) when it came out, but which I liked a lot less once I read the books. Um, I guess it's not. He recommends some audio books for it. Sick. And he said, I'd like to recommend the 2006 movie Alice Hong. Alatriste, if you haven't done it already, starring Vito Morganson. Uh, in Spain. I've I've looked into this movie. Okay. Oh, yeah. I want to see yeah, it. Yeah, it's a Spanish movie. Okay. He said it's excellent with some really great sword fighting and a really great villain called Garlito Malatesta. Yeah. Some, so it's a good pike and shot. Maybe, uh, oh, let me finish his email. Okay. He said, anyway, keep up the good work. P.S. That was one fucked up looking drawing of an elephant in Alexander. <laughs> Agreed. Seth. Thank buddy. you, Seth. That was Thank very you for nice. listening, sir. Very cool. That was great email. I was going to say, maybe that'll be a pick in like January. Mm. You know yeah. What I mean, because we got there's a couple stuff. of Spanish movies people are requesting that I want yeah, to do. There's a, yeah, there's a couple. Yeah. I, 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 uh, I discovered that movie, The Deluge, which is Polish. Yeah, well, it's five hours long. It's five hours long, but God, do, do, it. God do I want to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> the, the problem we run into a lot with our picks is like, we, and I'll level with the audience. We want to do obscure shit. Yeah. But, but we, we also do, want listeners. Exactly. When we, when we do the obscure shit, <laughs> we don't get them. No one, no one listens. Yeah. So it's like, we're trying, we try to our balance. Our diehards it. will. Yeah. yeah. But we, we try to balance it the best we can. I think we do a good job. I think so. Yeah. There, I, I've been reading or listening to, because who has time to read uh, this book, Global Crisis, which is like, it's about the 1600s, okay. specifically like how the little ice age affected the century. Mm-hmm. And I just did, I just listened to the part about the deluge mm-hmm. and like 
the Cossack uprisings and fucking the Swedes managed to walk across the North Sea on on an ice sheet to invade Poland. It's fucking nuts. I can't like I, I got to see this movie. I want to watch it. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot to do. We got we got a lot ahead of us to do. So what else right. you got? This is from Jason Miller. Jason. Okay. Jason hi. Mayhem Miller of Bully Beatdown. What is that? Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. He is an MMA fighter. Yeah. Do you, you don't know this show? No, it's Bully Beatdown. They find bullies and they put them in a cage. So it was, it, it was children. It, it was no, something. No, it was, it was an MTV show that featured like twenty-five-year-old people that are like, "I'm bullied at work." No. Yeah, yeah. So, this I, so, is a real this show. Is, this, yeah. this is the concept of the show. It's grown adults who are like, "I get bullied,", bullied. Yeah. and they would go to the bully. How embarrassing! Yeah, and they would, <laughs> and, and they would go to MTV and be like, "I need help fighting my bully," and they would go. MTV would go and confront the person's bully, and be like, "If you like can like survive like X amount of rounds with an MMA fighter, you'll win like a thousand dollars or something, like five thousand. The bully." The, yeah, bully. the bully and most of them took so it. this is an opportunity for the bully and the yeah. bully yeah. would would they have, never win there, that, oh. there was one bully who actually won he beat jake shields in a striking contest oh wow because it was they they would they would have How a five minute grappling round yeah, and like a five minute striking round yeah and yeah jake and the jake shields a professional mma champion actually lost to the bully in the striking yeah. Yeah. speaking of shitty reality shows i just remembered one that is pertinent to our program okay really? do you remember the show i think it was on spike okay it was oh, i can't remember the name of it but it was um they'd take two historical figures and have yes. them fight each other yes i love and like concept. run it through a simulation oh yeah <laughs> dumbest show yeah. ever i would watch every single episode a roman gladiator versus yeah. like, a british knight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a yeah, samurai yeah. versus yeah. a pikeman i remember <laughs> they did napoleon versus george washington <laughs> Now I worship George Washington as much as the next guy, but he ain't beating fucking Napoleon. In a one-on-one -on -one fight, Washington would kick it's not his a, head. It's not a one-on-one -on -one fight. It's army it's armies. Yeah, <laughs> it's the armies. Oh, and yeah. the show was like George Washington wins simulation. You ever, you ever see like, no, like fuck uh, you? You're so full of shit. You know what? No, Washington would win, man. You know why? It's total He's war protected. simulator. It's the total war simulator. Yeah. Do you, do you remember what like the final episode of the show was? No, what was it? Uh, they did they, they they did a big special. Where it was like Russian Spetsnats versus, versus um, what Navy SEALs. It was like American like uh, special forces mm -hmm. or something. They had like a whole bunch of challenges and shit. Okay, who won? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. What a dumb concept. It's a great show. It's good. Yeah. It's good. It's, good. it's, it's, it's right. fun. So these are from Jason Miller. Okay. Greetings, gentlemen. I could start off this message by saying how much I love the podcast, how I can't drink during it since laughter could cause me to choke at any given point in time. Oh, oh stop. Uh, Brian's not that funny. <laughs> and how Aunt G is my favorite. Oh. Let's disregard this email. <laughs> Delete. <laughs> Fuck this guy. <laughs> But I know you guys hate that, so I totally <laughs> won't. I've, I've traumatized our audience. Yeah. <laughs> now they're scared to love us. <laughs> Good. All right. Instead, may I be so bold as to suggest to you guys is to suggest you guys do what will surely be the feel good episode of the year. In the Heart of the Sea, about the sinking of the whale ship Essex by a whale. It is also said to have at That's least funny. partially inspired Moby Dick. I must admit, I have yet to see the movie, but have read the book 
of the same name that the movie was based off of, as well as listened more times than I count to Divinity of Oceans by doom metal band Ahab. (laughs) And both are excellent. You could even do your first movie slash album dual review episode, perhaps. Sick. (laughs) This is good. All right. And he goes, you guys are going to love this. Speaking of historical metal, I think I may have been one of yeah. I think I may have been one of three listeners to instantly catch your iced earth valley Ford reference. (laughs) That makes me so happy. To catch your iced earth valley Ford reference a few episodes back. I don't remember what I said. Yeah, I gotta ask, what is your favorite historical based metal band and or song? Ooh, this is good, right? Wow. We could have an entire episode on that. Just that, oh, yeah. Oh, no. All right. I, I'll tell you what the first thing that jumped in my head was, but this Alexander is Alexander by Iron Maiden. I hate that song. I know. You said that's like worst But it was song. Iron Maiden. It's the longest day off of the A Matter in Life and Death album. That's great. Which is amazing. Um, For a while, you said that was your favorite Iron Maiden album. I, I used to say that. that I, I love the new era, the, the uh, post-2000 era when Bruce came back. Brave New World is their best album. Whoa. Okay. I know that's a hot take. Yeah. Uh, but as far as what is the real answer here? It's kind of tough to just come off the top of your head because you think of the big hitters, right? All right. Uh, this is kind of an obscure one. I got an obscure one. Primordial, where greater Whoa. men have fallen. Or, oh, or, the, good. or the coffin, coffin ships. ships. Yeah. Fuck. I was going to say Green Carnation. Oh, the the long one. The long nine, one, yeah. Two, it's 15, nine nine twenty nine forty five. Yeah, that's that's just that's fantastic. So good. Um, hmm. I, there's that band. I think they're called nineteen fourteen. That's just like a black metal band that all they do is talk uh, about World War One. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's, you gotta pick. There's wait, a do we, ton. Do we pick yeah. like a specific song and a specific band, or just like can we combine that like? This song by this band. I think just have the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say. I mean, I'm going to say, I'm going to take my chalk pick and just say Glorious Burden because. I mean, Glorious Burden is Glorious Burden. I love it to death. It came out when I was 14. I I obsess over it, but it is cheese dick shit. There's so many Maiden songs that are great. The problem with Iced Earth and their historical songs is the statistics. I know you hate stats. Like, it takes you so, like, no, 50,000 men ever made will overtake that ridge today. Or, or Waterloo's the worst. <laughs> Prussian, Russian, and Austrian all follow British lead. Yeah. It's so cheese dick. It's so, so cheese dick. Oh, mm. but it's good. Ace is high is fucking Ace is high is fantastic. That might, that might Made and do it well. Yeah. They do the same thing, just better. Mm. Um, Indians by Anthrax is a great song. Yeah, but is that really a, a historical song? I mean, it's kind of about what happened. You know? Yeah, yeah. What else? Is, is there any, anything else coming in mind? Manhattan Project. The, uh, Rush. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Sabaton is a is a historical. I hate Sabaton. You don't like them? I don't like yeah. them. Isn't the guy in that, doesn't he have like a YouTube channel about World War II? So he, they collaborate with Indy Nidell. The, the Time Ghost guy, right? Yeah, he, he's been doing... Uh, multiple series for years now 
about chronologically cataloging both world wars and he had another one between two wars fantastic content if you guys aren't if you guys aren't on the indian idol train you need to get the fuck on there but he makes videos pretty awesome he makes videos with sabaton about their songs like sabaton's gimmick is every song is is about a historical event okay but they're just like a cheesy power metal band not that there's anything wrong with that i I like like plenty of cheesy power metal like they just don't do it for you you don't connect Mm. What's the, what's the Angel best? of Death Slayer? That's a yeah, that yeah, works. That's a good one. That works. Angel of Death. Um, Symphony oh. X, just their entire oh, catalog. Yeah. <laughs> the Odyssey. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, we almost had Russell we, Allen yeah, on the I was show. About to say, we I was, still could try. I was like this close, guys. If you're seeing on audio, to getting Russell Allen. Mm-hmm. Here. He if you're listening, if moment. you're listening, send that guy a message. <laughs> Request that he comes on. We'll get him. He he did the nice thing. Yeah, he, he, nice. yeah, he tried. He he like canceled on us, but it was like, yeah, I got a stomach ache. Sorry, <laughs> he, sick. he said he hurt his back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, look, I get not wanting to do our show. Who the fuck are we? Yeah, but I was so close, man. He's I gonna was, regret it when we got a million followers. And was, we don't let him on. I was so excited. <laughs> Me too. I was, like, I was like, dude, if we're at this table, Russell fucking Allen. All I would do is talk about Accolade too. For yeah, just talk about the fucking Odyssey, <laughs> Odyssey with him. 45 minutes of this, yeah. that. Okay. So that that's that email. Great email. Yeah, very good. They know us. They're learning. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Jason. Does MDB have any history songs? I'm just trying to think of one. Catherine Blake? Eh, maybe. Um, I don't know. Anathema? Amor- Amorphous have a ton. Catherine Blake's a real Amorphous. person. Yeah, I Catherine mean. Blake yeah. is real. Yeah. <laughs> Amorphous, yeah. Well, more, Amorphous is more mythology. It's, That's a, yeah, yeah. Do you want to count that? I don't think it question, counts. You know? I don't think it counts. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Uh, next was... email. This is from Seth again. All right. Same guy? Same or is guy. it a different last name? No, no, same guy. Oh, okay. Hey guys, uh, this this is about a futile and stupid gesture. Oh, okay. Hey guys, I like that movie. Yeah, I dug this was, one, but nice. re- didn't really dig the movie it was about. I have never read the National Lampoon magazine and seeing this and the documentary Drunk Stone Brilliant Dead and the book of the same title. I did take a look at the magazine and I didn't really get the impression of genius from Doug Kenny. Maybe it's a question of if they were pioneers, if they did change comedy and then everyone copied them. Maybe it's a question of the original now seeming cliched, despite actually having been the trailblazer, sort of like how the Simpsons could maybe seem a bit blah to someone in their teens today. He grew up with Rick and Morty. I don't know, mm. but mm. I didn't That's find a good point. Yeah. I don't mm. know, but I didn't find the magazine that funny. And in the movie, well, I agree with whoever it was on your show who thought Will Forte's acting wasn't great. That was me. Yeah. It was Steve. Yeah. It wasn't. And I thought the wig was really bad too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he, he's not the best actor. Uh, I, I think you can't discount. The impact that that, they that were whole era had, yeah. because it, there is edgy humor in there. I mean, Definitely. you look at some of those magazine comics and things like that. But boomers are always going to amplify other boomers. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. And we live under the rule of the boomer for seventy day. years now. It's <laughs> we're still having boomer presidents, dude. The boomers run society, and they they have, they and they will. still, and they still do. They're gonna live forever. <laughs> yeah, we'll be, be old immortal, men, yep. and there will still be a boomer president, <laughs> or like some drug will come out to immortal. Like people will be immortal. And then I forever. really feel bad for the Gen Xs because they really uh, will never have a time. No, you know. No. <laughs> 
They're all going to be World War Three happens. Then you know, well, then they're definitely never going to have a time. <laughs> well, we. we might be out too. So yeah. All right. So uh, wait, where was I? Oh, um, Wolf Forte's not yeah. there. That's like the people that, like, I will give the Beatles all the credit in the world. You know, sure. I, I I look all the praise that they get. I personally think it's deserved, but there's definitely a lot of people that will be like, well, the Beatles aren't all they're cracked up to be, you know, and maybe they have a point. I don't know, but the yeah. Beatles are awesome. Yeah, they're not they're not the best band when you when you think about it. But like you said, you got to give them respect for what they did. The reason why rock and roll exists is like they had a huge hand in that, you know, so, for what it became. I, right. Not that it exists, but I'm just saying, yeah, you know, like the, without the Beatles, you don't have massively influential. Yeah, right. Yeah. Same thing with National Lampoon. Like, I personally think when I was growing up, Mad Magazine was like very funny. I thought they were better than mm. like, Lampoons, you know. Well, I, I never, I never read them. I like the edgier humor. Well, you've also seen the movies. Yeah, and I like you know, them. and you like them, but they're not like the edgiest things in the world. I don't think the movies really trailblaze as much as the the magazine did. Mm -hmm. But but, but my point was maybe the the Beatles get pumped up so much because. Of the people that run our yeah. world. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so continue his email. He said, sure. uh, he just comes across like a real douchey asshole. Who, who's this? Will Forte? Uh, uh, Will Forte's yeah. character, uh -huh. or maybe Will Forte. And while, Oh, no. I, th I think he probably means Doug Kennedy. Yeah, probably. He is a douchey asshole. Yeah. Right. And he said, and while a He's workaholic, a selfish boomer. he wasn't a genius. Yeah. <laughs> so it's one of those things where it's like. Yeah, it's he, so unforgivable. He's a sarcastic fucking dick. Yes, that's yeah. that's what the comedy was. It's so yeah. unforgivable, like to his friends <laughs> that he he just vanished for a year. Remember, and yeah. just like did acid and wrote the worst book ever. Yeah, that was like kind of his whole thing. Like I don't blame his buddy there. What was the other guy's name? Do you remember Harry or Henry Beard? Henry, Henry Beard. Yeah, Henry. for just jumping ship after that. Well, yeah, he made his money, and that was it. He bounced. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's why when we get the followers and make like our first check, I'm out. Yeah, when you're out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, he said, I'll have to give Caddyshack another watch. I saw it as a kid and remember liking it, but saw some clips and I've seen recently and it doesn't seem funny. Animal House might annoy me, which I also loved as a kid. This guy's good. Since like Kenny and Beard, the guys attending that Harvard life school must have come from pretty well-off families to afford to go there. And all they do is screw around and throw away an opportunity people from a working class background would have killed for. There you go. Yes. This guy's right on the level with us. <laughs> he could be sitting in this seat. Lines, lines like, these are the happiest days I've ever ignored seem kind of lame. Maybe I'm just <laughs> jealous. Who knows? I don't think- It's so self-important. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but at the same time, it's like it's it's one of several like things that he just wrote. You know, like it's just the scribblings of a yeah. coked up drug. You know, it's like how many um, just self-aggrandizing, pompous tweets or Facebook posts have you thought of and not written? You yeah. know, I mean, I usually just post. Usually, you usually post. post yeah, I actually you post stopped. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're not true. I grew out of that. I don't you do post sometimes. Really anymore. You do sometimes. Not as much. I rarely post. Um, anyway. I love that you always, every year on your birthday, which just passed, yep. uh, you put the Seinfeld bit up. It's so, dude, I you watch. you get people to fall for it so every fucking, fucking It's so bad. Time. I don't know <laughs> why. It, yeah, it's. I so that clip. The reason I post it on my people don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. So no, yeah. you're gonna have to say uh, it. Um, you're gonna have to say the clip because it seems like 
the ramblings of a depressed man. But we, anyone who knows, anyone Brian, who knows Brian knows, knows that's Brian. him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. So where is it? Happy birthday. No such thing. All right. Uh, all right. Birthdays are merely symbolic of how another year has gone by and how little we've grown. No matter how desperate we are, that someday a better self will emerge with each flicker of the candles on the cake, we know it's not to be. That for the rest of our sad, wretched, pathetic lives, this is who we are to the bitter end. Irre inevitably, irrevocably, happy birthday, no such thing. <laughs> God. Now the clip of him saying it on Seinfeld is one of the funniest moments. I the fucking whole show. crack up, yeah, like crying every time. Yeah, and everyone thinks you're depressed. Doesn't George go funny guy? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so Steve, the concept behind the episode is I don't want to know. Well, real, just I'm gonna give you the background <laughs> on why this like is it makes me laugh. Okay. So Jerry, George, and his girlfriend are out to a dinner, right? And Jerry's a comedian. He's making the girl laugh and she gets up to go to the bathroom. And George is like, you're good. She's going to fall for you because you're being too funny and like charming. So uh, he just, doesn't want her to stop being George funny. tells him to stop being funny. Tells Jerry to stop being funny. It's Who's, George's girl. Oh, it's George's yeah. girl. And he's I like, see. Jerry, stop being funny. So Jerry gotcha. just becomes the most the morose. Most morose motherfucker. <laughs> right. Gotcha. And like at one point, like she sees him like late, like the next day, and she's like, "Oh, it's your birthday," and, <laughs> and he's that's just what he deadpanning says. dark shit the whole time. It's really funny. Gotcha. Okay. And she ends yeah. up falling for him for but being yeah, dark. Brian puts oh, that up I'm on his dark. birthday every I'm year. I'm disturbed. Yeah, I'm deranged. Right. <laughs> okay, that's that's a funny concept. And there's always like that. like a bunch of people going, "Feel better, dude. Yeah, like it's better. not that bad. It gets better, man. <laughs> this year's gonna be good." And it's like, how do you not? I just think nobody really knows you on on your Facebook because everyone who did either banned you or just ignores you. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, Seem kind of lame to me. Maybe I'm just jealous. Who knows? I don't think I'd want to pretend something's not funny if it is. I'm a huge SCTV fan and a lots of comedians, despite not being uh, able to do what they do either. So I don't think I'd say Kenny's genius. If I really felt he was a genius, I don't want to be like comic guy, comic book guy from the Simpsons here. That said, I overall, I liked the movie and I like Martin Mull who I remember mostly from Roseanne and community rather than arrested development. Yep. Gene Parmesan. Yes. Gene Parmesan. Yes. Um, okay. And yeah, to, I, I recognize him from Roseanne yes. before anything else. And to be fair to Marty Simmons, if they were stretched early and tried to take on a TV show, maybe the quality wouldn't have been there and it might have tanked. And maybe the quality would have suffered for the magazine and the radio show too. Oh, rather than going the rather, SNL. So, yeah, yeah, National Lampoon was offered the chance to do SNL and yes, Marty no. Simmons declined it. And SNL, obviously, everyone knows what that is. Yeah, it might um, have turned out better, though. And time. he said, it's easy to say now that it was a bad move, but that's only because SNL was obviously successful. A success I don't really get because it always seemed kind of lame to me. <laughs> they have their hits. There are there are moments when it's very good. Right, but it's, you got to search for it's, them. It's always, the like I said on when we did that episode, it's the guys you grew up with that you end up liking the show and you say that's the best era. That is true. Sure. Everybody sure. that you talk to, it's like, but I can watch old SNL and be like, this is very mm -hmm. funny. I can't, but, but you actually will also watch a lot of old SNL and say it's terrible. Yes. So like, I think that original cast fucking sucks. That's what I mean. They it's not funny at all. You really only I like, hate Dan Aykroyd. you only like the nineties, like the, the nineties <laughs> to like 2000, like oh, 10, I like some of that 80s stuff. I, I think Eddie Murphy white like me is one of the funniest okay. sketches of all time. 
Eddie Murphy had some good stuff. But yeah, I like that 90s, 2000s shit. Yeah, I guess you're right. I'm not a, I'm not a jack of all trades yeah. when it comes to fucking SNL, I guess. I watch this. I, I still watch like skits here and there on YouTube from like whatever like season they're on. Mm-hmm. I was watching the last episode they put up. Well, nowadays, it's like not it's, even it's a comedy. Yeah. yeah, it's just dumb. Once they did the the uh, maudlin fucking Hillary Clinton tribute after she lost the election, comedy died. That was the end of comedy. Yeah, right it's there. like, what are you doing? <laughs> mm. There's no pretense yeah. of it being funny. Yeah. Um, it might end in our lifetime. Yeah. He said, Mad TV tanked in the 90s, and yet it had everything, yet it had on paper everything going for it. In hindsight, what would have made sense would have been if they had stretched to put everything into the TV show and let the rest go. If they'd done the show while also trying to keep the magazine and the radio show and the quality had suffered and the show tanked, maybe we don't get later stuff like SCTV and other sketch comedy shows. <laughs> SNL, <laughs> despite. I, I know I'm with my people when somebody brings up Second City. I was waiting for one to say that. <laughs> I was trying to not. <laughs> SNL, despite its uneven quality over the years, did it have a huge influence after all. Rupp said he would have refused Lorne Michaels' offer too, as Kenny did. And I probably would have impulsively and then regretted it because while Kenny would have been Michaels' employee, he still would have been showrunner and would have done some great work there. Kenny didn't live long enough to see what the show turned into, right? Yeah, but... But he, he was at able the time, to see the beginning of it. Of know? course, you you tell Lorne Michaels to go fuck himself. Exactly. Right? It's like, I'm not coming to work for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, it did kind of bother me that Beard and what's his name, the third guy, all made in today's money about $15. The writers under them who created the content were merely employees or freelancers and didn't get to wet their beaks. So to basically, he's beaks. mad that they all got their million dollars. Yeah, and and mm-hmm. and the rest of the crew didn't. No, that's not that they, yeah, they I mean, started the company. So is what they're the is. they're the funny people. Yeah, you know, that's there's other happens. writers too that contributed, but they're day players. You know, mm-hmm. um, and he said when Kenny died, I thought Harold Ramis had the perfect line. Doug probably fell while he's looking for a place to jump. Ramis, I'd be more inclined to call a genius than Kenny. Yeah, that was good. That's a good line. Harold Harold Ramis is absolutely brilliant guy. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how many fucking giant movies that are brilliant movies? He directed fucking yeah. Groundhog Day. Like, yeah. 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 Groundhog Day, Ghostbusters. Yep. Uh, no, that's Reitman. But he's in it. Right. He's in Groundhog. He's in Ghostbusters. Stripes, right? That yeah, was him. Yep. He's Egon. Yeah. Was he? Oh, no. Uh, I was going to say Home Alone. That's the other guy. No. Which other guy? The, the John guy. Hughes. John Hughes. Yeah, yeah. No. yeah. Uh, and he said, "P.S. I hope Sorrentino does come out with his Ghostbusters book. I would read that." Ah. One of my favorite guests. I he thought. Was awesome. I good. thought we gelled with him very well. Yeah, I like nice. Sorrentino. I want to yes. have him back. All right. Yeah, I hope the book that comes out. And, Thank uh, you for the nice uh, yeah. email, Seth. Mm-hmm. Again. Yeah. Yep. All Welcome. right. This one is from Brett Shade. Which is such Get a cool me Brett Weir, I said. That's a good name. <laughs> That's a good name, right? Brett Shield? Brett Shade. Brett Sh- this is a fake name. That's a fantastic <laughs> name if it's real. Brett Shade. Brett Shade. I love Brett. That's like my alias. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it sounds like a guy who owns a gun. <laughs> Brett Shade. Road cop. Yes. <laughs> he rolls with the- Brannigan. <laughs> alias was Bruce Culture, just because I thought it sounded cool. Yeah. It sounds similar. Brett Shade. Uh-huh. Yeah, what's he saying? All right, so... While this may not seem history related, I was curious your opinion on the NFL and the Taylor Swift situation going on. 
Oh, God. While many celebrities <laughs> help push the NFL brand with commercials, attending events, etc., I've never seen so much attention placed on one person. Biggest musical act means nothing to me when I'm trying to watch the Jets versus the Chiefs game. This will become history as her relationships end up best-selling albums. All right. And I don't know if it will end well for the league. I just wanted Brian's opinion as his Jets got foreshadowed by a pop act and it killed the game, in my opinion. All right, Brian. I'm very confused. Confused. Take the lead. So, so okay, I don't so know what's it, happening. You don't even know, right? I don't even know. Okay. So Taylor Swift. Not, I'm okay. sure you know who Taylor Swift is. Yeah. Yeah. She's got she is banging people. a football player. Wonderful. And <laughs> for some reason, Taylor Swift inspires such rabid devotion in like these young girls. Yeah. It's like a cult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they now have become football fans. Oh. And okay. yeah, That's weird. Just because she's just with this guy, he's on the Chiefs. He's on the Chiefs. Yeah, I don't, right. see, I don't see something. I don't see anything wrong with this, but okay. Well, there's nothing wrong yeah. with it per se, but it's like, it's like, imagine if something you loved that's kind of exclusive not that the nfl is exclusive, exclusive at all but like just got invaded by people who don't belong there you know you like, yeah, like imagine, comical. No, you know that's, that's comical not, that's not me. even yeah. the thing it's it's not invaded all right though. but this is the thing yeah what's so you're problem? trying to watch the game right uh -huh. so yeah. you have the announcers on and they're talking sure. the camera rather than you know talk about the next play or Whatever is going on in oh, the game. Oh, they altered what the game the, broadcast is? The broadcast was about Taylor Swift, dude. The announcers would not stop talking about oh. her, which is why this guy's writing the email. It was infuriating to people. They kept oh. cutting to show her in the box after like every Oh, she fight. went to the game. She was at oh. the game and they made such a big deal about this. Well, you I mean, it's not the first time a celebrity's been at a fucking yeah. football but game. But it was yeah. Taylor Swift. And like, you could just mute the announcer. The ratings for it were huge because you had all the Taylor Swift fans that showed oh. up just to watch her at the game. Right. And she's in the box. That's and, very like, funny. And it was insane. This makes me so happy. So I actually want to recant something I said on an earlier episode. About football? No. Um, about Taylor Swift? About, we were talking about Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Okay. And about how no one will ever be like that again. Yeah. Think I think I need to correct that and say Taylor Swift is like almost at that nah, level. No, I think you were still right. Dude. She's not there. Her reach is insane. Well, here's, here's what you don't realize about T-Swift. She's actually been around for quite a long time now. Yeah, she's 33. Mm -hmm. And she has probably more hits, more hit songs than like anyone, than maybe even the Beatles. Yes. She's got like 40 number one hits. She mm -hmm. is one of the biggest acts that has ever existed. Yes. She's um, the most famous person on the planet that's not like a world leader. Do you think the next step for her is You might be right. And you don't think about it because she's so like. It's not in our world. Yeah. It's not something we give a shit about other than we're all like, yeah, she's hot. Yeah, but it's it it is. She is that fucking massive, dude. She sells out football stadiums easily, and you have people camping outside the stadiums just to hear her music from outside. Like you'll have it's it's almost Beatlemania. Yeah, you will have ten thousand mm -hmm. people outside the stadium just to hear it. Like mm -hmm. she is that fucking big. The NFL has been begging her for years to do a Super Bowl halftime show. And she says no, and she won't do it. Why is that? She doesn't need that. She's bigger than the Super Bowl. She's bigger than the Super Bowl. She's bigger mm. than the NFL. Everyone else in entertainment would love to do would that. love to do it and jump at it. Fucking she, Stones did it. Yeah. She yeah. doesn't fucking need to. Yeah. Because okay. she's Taylor fucking Swift. She's that big. But she's not in movies. 
She doesn't need to be. She doesn't. She's had her. She put her own yeah, fucking movie think, in I theaters, think... and it went to number one. It made like a hundred oh, something. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah I saw. Yeah, I saw right, a bizarre right. video of like a dancing group of girls it, yeah. dancing it around like the screen. Like yeah, some yeah, Midsommar right. shit. <laughs> you're right. But do you know what? Back back to your your thing. Like something you love being like taken over. Can you imagine we're listening to like a brutal like doom metal? Imagine movie? like we're listening to My Dying Bride, right? right. We're at a My Dying Bride concert, and then and it keeps Aaron cutting. Shane dated Taylor it, but Swift. it keeps cutting to Taylor Swift, and Taylor Swift fans are there trying to enjoy it. To me, that's one of the funniest things I could ever imagine. Do you remember? <laughs> like she's I, dating the guitarist I, or something. You know, it's funny. You know. That's the example we went with because I remember like a year ago we saw a picture of Kanye West wearing a My Dying Bride shirt. Yes. Yeah. It's like, what the yeah. fuck is happening here? That's like when right. Kanye West will take like prog songs yes. and put them in his music. Like he sampled 21st century schizoid man. Yep. I'm convinced he's he's like a progster slash metalhead. He has to be. You don't know. You, you're not wearing a My Dying Bride. He could have just saw it and thought it looked cool. Yeah. Who thinks that looks cool? No, I think he's the type of guy where he might dabble he in knows. that world a little bit. Yeah. He knows what it is. We're going to see. There's him. something else he if did. That he's going. Bizarre. I guarantee you he'll be in Maryland Death Fest. Let's find Kanye at Death Fest. We're going to MDF. We're going to Somehow MDF. Somehow I think Kanye will stick out there. I think we fans. can find him. Since, since now I know that some of our fans like metal. Yeah. We got to go to MDF. We got to go there. <laughs> We gotta get. We should gotta we get, get Kanye should we to try go. to get like do like book like forty five minutes of reviewing history at the <laughs> right before Arcturus go on. Yeah, we, well, we can interview Kanye while he's wearing that stupid mask. <laughs> well, I won't be allowed to interview him, but you can. <laughs> um, no, we'll just go at Maryland Death Fest. We'll just do forty five minutes of reviewing history. You won't hear us. <laughs> It'll just be loud, loud noises. <laughs> no, we'll be on the stage. We're all we're gonna do it in death growls the whole time. Oh, uh, we'll get pelted. Yeah, we'll get pelted and stuff. All right. So yeah, it it sucks that the NFL is that desperate for just a piece of the Taylor Swift bump, but it is what it is. You know, it. I was more upset that the Jets lost that game because they could have won, but the NFL rigged it. Can we can we talk a little football? It's there's another email. Do we have to? I want to talk a little football. Well, there's wow. another email about football. That's why. Just wait. Okay. Do we have to talk about football? Because I I just want to talk to Brian about his love for the Jets, and we all know what happened with Mister Rogers. It, it's coming, and his neighborhood. It's coming. All right, okay. his neighborhood got shattered into a million pieces, um, just like his fucking Achilles heel. Uh, this is from uh, Rio Rojas, a regular Rio. listener, oh, really? long yeah, time, one of the best, yeah, one all of right. the originals. Uh, hey guys, hey, great recovery on the dropped audio. I've actually been using an external mic on my camera for I that I don't even know what he's reason. talking about. Talking Mistakes about? happen. Look at the goddamn Jets. Everyone's talking about the Jets. There's another one. <laughs> Dropped audio. So it was uh, in um, the pick, the Halloween pick episode. The audio got fucked up for like 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We didn't yeah. have dropped audio. Yeah, Brian yeah, just yeah. messed it up. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't know that. Yeah, it was a fuck up on the timeline when I edited. Um, <laughs> All right. So he said, choosing a segue from child molestation and boyhood scat kinks into better help reading was a pretty ballsy call. <laughs> I, <laughs> Who was that again? What was his name? Albert Fish. Albert Fish. Yeah. Oh, he said, I just want to help Brian with figuring out what is, in fact, considered spooky. <laughs> I will say that horrific events and or people are not spooky. <laughs> I am both cringing and laughing. <laughs> it reminds me of a time that my wife's friend walked in on me changing out of my bathing suit. <laughs> she got a full frontal and gasped. 
then was laughing about it later. I'm really sorry. (laughs) I will admit that I'm not a shower, but a grower, and there may have been some shrinkage. Although this was horrific, I wouldn't call it spooky. Hope this helps, Rio. He's right. He nailed it. Very funny. Yeah. Same thing happened to my friend. And then he got his. He was in the pool, right? Yeah. I was in the pool. He got his revenge. You know, he did it. How? He gave lobster eggs to an Orthodox Jewish woman. Oh, All right. Thank you. For Ready? That. Yeah. Yeah. We got another. All right. This is from Lisa. Hi, Lisa. I have a date with Lisa. Isn't that wonderful? We're wow, reach- a woman. Yeah, we're reaching the yeah. female audience. This is great. Hi. Just a quick one for you, Ant. You are a great guest on the Two Men No Hole podcast. Hey, oh, it as works. Brian always is too. I really am enjoying both podcasts now. Thank you. I appreciate it. I was shocked at how much you sound like Seth Rogen to me. I hope that doesn't sound like an insult. I love Seth Rogen. Is it your laugh? I guess. I do do that. Yeah. Oh, now I'm going to be self-conscious. You were also talking. I listened to the thing. You just kept talking about weed the whole time. You went on a show and just spoke about weed the whole time? No, yeah. <laughs> he's doing. That's what Seth Rogen does. I was hoping it was true. I was hoping it was true. I don't even have the credentials to talk about. <laughs> that's weed. why I was like, no way, <laughs> <laughs> no how. And it was just doing a just character. It. Yeah, it was just winging it. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. I really, I really enjoyed talking to those. You guys. were good. I listened to it. Thank you. Cool. I appreciate that. Um, I don't listen to any podcast. Podcast, listen to me. We got. <laughs> We got we got into some current events that I know would never fly on this program. Yeah, I was listening. Oh. To that. I was like, uh, All right, cool. <laughs> I would have nipped this in the now. Park. I might, now I, might uh, I might turn that on when I uh, on my way home. All right. Ready? Yeah. yeah. Final email. Sure. This is from the Fonz. The Fonz. Oh, okay. Arthur yeah. Fonzarelli. Yeah. All right. Another another original. Howdy, fellas. I'm heading to Howdy. New Howdy. York for the final Kiss show in December. And he put final Oh, my God. MC Brain is going to be there, yeah. too. Someone someone doesn't believe Gene and Paul at their word that this is the final show. Is that why you're wearing your Kiss shirt <laughs> for him? I, I just got this. I wanted to That is a nice shirt, by the Thank way. Thank yeah. you. Um, so he said... And he also managed to, sit, to snag front row end zone tickets for the Jets-Falcon game the next day. Is this Brian? I just wanted to let Rupp know I will be wearing the reviewing history shirt when I catch one of Zach Wilson's Hell errant yeah. passes. Oh, yeah. yeah. R.I.P. Rogers. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So. All right. Sick. First, can we talk about Kiss? You're going to the final show. I'm going. Yep. Well, yeah. I'm going. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to both. Is it the most expensive ticket you've ever bought? Without a doubt. And I will not say what I paid on air because my wife doesn't know. I, I bought <laughs> in trouble. I bought two I tickets uh, last month for me and my wife to go see Peter Gabriel, and that was my most expensive ticket ever. Yeah. Paid 600 if you're seeing, over $600. If you're seeing a modern concert in like a real venue, you're just going to get ass fucked now. Mm-hmm. There's no way around it. Mm-hmm. E- I think it really depends on the act, but yes. Well, I'm talking about if you're going to an arena now. Oh, yeah. You're getting fucked. There's All, no more like cheap shows. It's amazing. You know, we've lost so many of the classic bands now. That the ones that are left are like, you feel obligated. Like this is the last chance. It's the last you know? boomer run, and they know that. They <laughs> know. This is the last cash, and they're going to gouge you on it. So, you know? dude, yeah. I was trying to buy tickets for the last Kiss show, right? And I was on the second I could, and I click like because I was trying to get. Uh, I was going to go with Walt, and I was trying to get tickets. I'm mm-hmm. like two tickets, boom, 
And I tried to check out and it was like, nope, tickets were taken. And it kept doing it. And every time. And how are your seats? Are they good seats? Are they bad seats? I'm decent. You're decent. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm kind of by where Paul is going to. Uh, oh, you're on the ground. You're on the floor. I'm I'm in the mezzanine, but I'm not too far from where he's going to like fly and land. Like I'm yeah, kind he, of by like that. that for box. anyone who Paul Stanley tends to zip line out into the crowd. If you're watching. It is quite spectacular. Yeah. If you're watching the clip, you'll yeah. see it. Um. Now, there have been, and I know, uh, in a, spoiler alert, we're going to pick the dirt this month. Ah, yeah. uh, spoiler. So there's going to be some rock talk. Mm-hmm. Um, Kiss and Motley Crue, yeah. for that matter, have both been accused, and I think it's pretty much an understood fact at this point, that they're faking it now. Uh, yeah, fake, yeah, baby. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's not even. I remember yeah. we used to, the three of us, go to see kiss a lot yes a few years back probably 10 years ago 35th anniversary tour yeah yeah um and paul stanley was done back then yes as far as his voice is concerned yeah uh it was in bad shape i don't think it was that bad it was it was serviceable but it wasn't good and then over over the next couple years after that it just got worse and worse and worse and then suddenly (laughs) got really good it got they're pretty good. Very good again. Yeah. What happened there? You think? I, yeah, this. Well, I mean, everybody's seen it. There's multiple videos of Gene yes. lip syncing and shit. Like, yeah. You're you about, have no problem going to see that. Yeah. You're, when you're going you're to see a, really you're going seeing, to see a fake show. Yeah, it's not a show. Look, it, it's just not. It's it's the they're my favorite band. Yeah. It's the last time, according to them. How many times have you seen Kiss? Uh I'm not gonna count, but I'm gonna say. 10 if not more that's a lot that's a lot yeah i'm gonna assume i'm not i'm not gonna do the math that's a lot. and you just want to be at this final event it's the final run for them they're my favorite band i feel like i gotta go i did see a video and i sent it to you yeah. uh this morning actually of what they're doing on this tour it's pretty spectacular it visually looks awesome. yeah. i think look no matter what i because i saw them when they first came around on this tour before the final leg is kiss the band you've seen more than any other band Ten times a uh, lot. How, how do we count Marillion? Do we count? I think I think the the weekends are three shows. Yeah, so then, it's, it's Marillion. Then it's, I think it's Marillion. Okay. Yeah. Well, about but a, a solo is up there. Yeah. So yeah, is Iron Maiden, there. and so is Kiss. Porcupine tree. Porcupine tree. Yeah. 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 All right. But um, yeah, I've I actually my goal is to listen to every Kiss album before like the. It's a very attainable goal. Show. It is. There's not many. Mm-hmm. I listened to the first three yesterday. You already covered a lot of ground. There's not a there's not a bad song on. They're those. so fucking good. It's yeah. like easy to forget they're like masterpieces. Yeah, you forget like the dumb songs that you never even think about are, are bangers yeah. too. What do we we listen to one on the way home? We listen to rock and roll over. Rock and roll over on the way home from Steve's bachelor party, and we were just like in awe of how much we were enjoying. It just it. kicks oh, ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Kiss rule. But I would not go see them now. I just wouldn't do it. It's fake. I, I understand that point of view. And if this wasn't like the end, mm-hmm. I would be with you. But it's the end. And I, I have hope that Ace and Peter are going to show up. I don't know why. Maybe I'm crazy. I, it's, if it's going to happen, it'll be in New York at that show. Look, my they really don't like each other, at least mm-hmm. publicly. I think I think like if they could all just look. You, you've made millions, hundreds of millions of dollars off your fans. Yeah. All your fans would want is to just see rock and roll all night, not just like the, the Kiss staple with the original members 
as you guys all walk off. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's all like you could make everybody that paid out the nose for this final show. Very happy. Very happy. Yeah. Like you never saw the original. Yeah. I've never seen the original. I don't think it's going to happen, but that's. Here's the hoping. Look, if I if you're Here's writing the, the if you're writing the script of how they should go out, yes, Vinnie that's Vincent it. should come out like Bruce yeah. Kulik. Bruce Kulik. No one's got tattoos. Yeah, but no one's got tattoos of him. Yeah. No. So what are you gonna do? <laughs> but all what the, reference? Yeah, no one will get that. One <laughs> no, we have so knowing we have metal fans, super they Kiss might, fans. They might, they might. You need to have watched the documentary Kiss Loves You <laughs> to get that reference, which is actually a hit piece. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah yeah you're right i mean i, I just think I they're too it. selfish they're not gonna look i think I, I don't know if peter be. can still even like play mm -hmm. i mean that's Was that's peter the ever really able to play good point <laughs> but do you need to know how to play at this point they're just gonna play they're gonna yeah play. they'll fake it anyway fake it anyway yeah. yeah no one has a better ending than rush that's like my biggest concert regret. You never saw them. I was always like, I'll see them next time. I'll see them next time. And then they fucking. Yeah. Well, well didn't. Uh, didn't that's Neil a top Park five band dies. for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they're up there. Mm -hmm. Easily. Didn't they also come out for the South Park concert and play with them? Well, that, well, that was just Alex and Getty because Neil is dead. I know. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, well, as much as you could. It's still mm -hmm. cool to see that. Of course. Know? Unless yeah. Trey Stone takes Neil's place. <laughs> he did good. He wasn't bad. He Matt, was good. Matt Stone. Matt Stone. Sorry. Yeah. He was. He was fine. Go for it. Is there a, I, I, is there a drummer you would like to see with Rush if they were to play? Portnoy. Portnoy is the first one that came to my That's mind good. too, but he's such a whore that I don't think he deserves to be in that seat. To be with them? Yeah. Yeah. I know Nico McBrain isn't doing well. No. Like, I think he's They're like sick. Dog, yeah. you know who would be good for? Well, he might have too much energy. The drummer for Slipknot is actually fantastic. Really? Not the old one, the new one. Yeah, he like the P man. He, the P man is my the P man. Yeah, that's not a that's not a rush type guy though. No, but he's he's he, oh, uh, he's right. trained in uh, jazz. Is he really? So he's like really good. Yeah, I remember when um, today's Tom Sawyer. Me, me, he, he's gonna Jay Weinberg. Too. Jay Weinberg. Ma oh, is he Max Weinberg's yes. son or something? Yeah, that's really? why he's very good. Yeah. Um, when when yes went into the rock and roll hall of fame, they had Getty Lee sub in for Chris Squire because obviously it passed. Okay. But, and I thought that was perfect, you know. Yeah, that is good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So funny. now he mentions catch, oh football catching a Zach Wilson errant pass, and he okay. goes R.I.P. Rogers. Let's fucking do it. Let's do it. Okay. Right, so sure. Aaron, this is when this happened, and I talked about this on the Two Men yeah. No Hope show about how despondent you were. Yep. This was like one of the worst things that's ever happened to you. I could not. Like, it's the most Jets thing ever. So for those that don't know, the, the, Jets, the Jets signed Aaron Rodgers. Every time. Yeah. The Jets signed Aaron Rodgers. It was supposed to be, you know, the big deal. They finally had a quarterback. Now, what's Aaron Rodgers do? He's one of the best ever. He's one of the best ever. He might be. The Did you know this? So I saw him the next day. Bro, right. I was like, did someone die? He's just like, you didn't hear. And he told me about it. Uh -huh. And I go, what did you think was going to happen? You thought this was going to be a happy ending for you? <laughs> <laughs> for you. <laughs> I will tell you what, like, what I really thought was going to happen. Like, as I was saying, they were going to win the Super Bowl. And it was really on the table for the first time. I was trying to have like a positive mental attitude. This is V2 all over. What, I, what I really thought was going to happen. Was I thought because the Jets always break your heart in some way, 
And it's always as tortured as torturous as possible. Mm-hmm. What I really thought was that they would have like Rogers would play amazing. They would have like a great record. There would be a catastrophic injury in like December that would cause them to miss. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you knew it was coming. You just didn't know I when. I didn't <laughs> think it would be four fucking snaps. Because like <laughs> my fandom like has kind of transcended to where it's like, I, I know it's they're never going to win. It's never going to fucking happen, despite what I say out loud. I just want to watch a fun football team. Did you? Like, s- I want to watch a competent offense. I haven't fucking seen that ever. And if I was fucking teased with getting a quarterback. And after four <laughs> plays, he broke his fucking Achilles. <laughs> like, I just want to watch a fun football team. <laughs> you don't get to. <laughs> Did you start to like... Is this my fault? Did you start to have those kind of thoughts? Like, did Maybe I? You should be a fan of another team yeah. that you dislike. I, see, I can't do it because then the Jets. Will then the win. Jets will win. I won't let them yeah. have it. He's right. If I'm not a part yeah. of it, they don't get to fucking win. I, I like. I, I normally I'd laugh at this type of stuff, but Brian has is cursed. <laughs> like, look what happened with the Devils. Well, you, we've been telling him to get baptized for quite some time. <laughs> Do you think that maybe, just maybe? Well, there was a controversy. I don't know if he wants to get into this with his daughter and the football season. Yeah, yeah. There and was. I know for a fact there's no way. There is no there's way. No way I know Brian. I know how he thinks. This is connected. There is yeah. no way he didn't make that connection in yeah, his yeah, head yeah, yeah. He and did. thinks that he killed Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> Am I correct? All right. Am yeah, I correct? Yeah, yeah, there's, you are. there's two things. <laughs> yeah, you are. On Tell Him Steve Dave, yeah. uh-huh. the one time I was on mic, I made a proclamation about Aaron Rodgers and I said the Jets are going to win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Good job. And if you go and listen to the clip, you hear Q go, oh boy, don't say that. <laughs> Is he a Jets fan? No, but I think he knew that I shouldn't say yeah. that. <laughs> so I, I say that. And then, you know, I'm watching and occasionally you get like there was a tell him Steve in like the TSD, right? Someone's like, is this Rupert's fault? <laughs> like, you know, and I was like, I'm suffering enough. It like, yes, it's like it's just a cursed franchise. So the but they thing, don't know the real fault. So the thing with my daughter, yeah. we mm-hmm. can we can talk about it. Yeah. So my wife wanted to have the daughter, my daughter baptized. And I'm like, I'm OK with this. But can we do it not during football season? <laughs> Any of the other months of the year mm-hmm. or weekends when the Jets are not playing. Like the Jets are on a bye this weekend. I'm yeah. like, we, like, can we do it this weekend? Right. And she picked last week. Yep. And I had to miss the Jets game. But we had a big fight about it. I was there. And <laughs> it was uncomfortable for me. <laughs> <laughs> and that was really it. Right. Right. Well, you said some things. No, you said things. I said the Jets are my religion. Yeah. Yes. yes. So the Jets are my religion. This means nothing to me. Yeah. You blasphemed God again. <laughs> and every time you do this, I don't you sh- get punished. <laughs> <laughs> Literally every single time you get Wait, punished. And he always takes someone down with him. This time it was poor Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. <laughs> Yeah, people get punished because of you too. Well, I want you to think about this. There's millions of Jets fans. So in God's mind, all these suffering fans, he saw fit to give misery to everybody. But he doesn't care about that. Just me. No, he doesn't. He's trying to save you. 
Yeah. And you <laughs> he just knows keep, that you're right there. You keep refusing. <laughs> you just keep refusing. And bad stuff keeps happening to you. If the Jets win the Super Bowl this year, I'll get back. Oh, man. Christopher Lloyd is going to come he down did it right again. now. <laughs> Christopher, did it again. Christopher Lloyd's going to be on the field. Fucking the Jets win the Super he's Bowl this flying year. Flying players across. Fine. I'm fine with it. <laughs> if the Jets win the Super Bowl this year, I'll get baptized. It's angels in the end zone. This yeah. is people go like this because of Brian. <laughs> If the Jets win the Super Bowl, I'll get baptized. It, it doesn't um, work on bribes. I want to. I want to. I want to talk about strategy, oh, no. some football strategy, because I know in the past you have rooted for the Jets to lose every single game in a season. Yes, because they get first get pick. Get staring at me. In, I remind you that I did baptize Ming for an episode of for a Christmas episode of PSD. Yeah. I don't think you're qualified to do that. No, get him, <laughs> get him as a minister, right? No one, no one knows can hear him. Yeah. No so Getem said uh, that he has baptized he, Ming Ming yeah. on a TSD Christmas episode because he's a and minister. He's willing to baptize me. We could do it right now. It takes if, ten I, seconds. I, if the Jets win the Super Bowl, that's it. I don't have my holy water. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, just have to bless it, right? Once again, you're calling out the Almighty. Yeah. You, <laughs> yeah. Wonder what's gonna the, happen. The man loves playing with fire. I know. I know. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, I like I was saying, you you you've rooted for them to lose every single game. Yes. And oh, that's well, not the case this time. So that was the moment. I'll tell you a little story. So, you know, there's always sports drafts, and this is the moment like when This I, is the moment. Yeah. Um I, this is like this completely <laughs> broke me as a fan. Throw our hands up. You can't hold it. <laughs> this is <laughs> And they say that. <laughs> what happened? So this is my low point as a Jets fan. Right it, now? What, no, what I'm about to tell you. It, was, it wasn't this recent. So event. there was, this is like a blip. This is like, yeah, this happened in 1999. This is the same fucking thing. Mm. So, you know, there's always a football draft and the number one pick is like, like a franchise changing player. There's Every time? most of the time it's or they're hyped that way at least this year there was a quarter has to have been busts there's been busts yeah ryan leaf you know but, but you got somebody new coming but, in who's fresh ready to go sometimes it's you know it's like you're you get the chance to get yeah. a john elway you know a yeah. Peyton manning yeah an eli manning that's what this was a philip rivers you get guys who can change your franchise so there's a quarterback named trevor lawrence he was like the best quarterback in college he won national championships Complete stud. Since the time nice. he was in high school, it was known that this guy was going to be the fucking man, right? Okay. The <laughs> Did Jets he get hit by a bus. When he got- <laughs> <laughs> the Jets that year are abysmal. They like they lose year. thirteen straight games. This is ninety nine. No, no. This is this is uh two thousand. This is three years ago. Oh, this oh. is recent. So this. Oh was- yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this is when I learned about this. Oh. Yeah. So. This is like the moment. I think I called you. I was like almost yes. like suicidal. Yeah. Like I was so low from this. I was yeah. like, I have no hope. Uh-huh. So right. th- that's why you were on the two men podcast. Two men. Three yeah. men with no hope. Because <laughs> this like thing, like a draft will affect 20 years of like watching sports. That's how important it is. Okay. Getting the right quarterback. So Trevor Lawrence is the guy. The Jets are 0 and 13. Uh, Lawrence have, or Arabia. They have four games left in the year. If they lose all four, they will get Trevor the Lawrence. Pick. They will get the so first So they just have to pick. throw the games, basically. Yes. And I get the players don't take dives. You know, they want to win. They want to look good. They want to get paid. 
Sure. But don't they understand this? I mean, they I all know it. Yeah, obviously, they, they understand. Well, this they too. know that they're going to get paid. They make a cut. They don't want to look bad on film, mm-hmm. you know. And like, they're the not. Coach doesn't want another loss. On they don't belt. think yeah. about like the next. This system years incentivizes losing. It does and sure. it doesn't because individual players still try. It incentivizes fans to cheer for losing. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great system. Okay. So, anyway, what happens is. The Jets are 0-13. They are facing um, the LA Rams, who are the best team in their division. They've like lost only like two games all year. Didn't they go to the Super Bowl that year? They went to the Super Bowl that year. The Jets face them in LA on the road. And usually when you're a road team, you're guaranteed to lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're tired. Sleepy. I'm also this year in a uh, what's called a survivor pool. And the way a survivor pool works is you pick one team a week that must win and you advance, mm-hmm. right? If you lose, you get eliminated. It's now week 13. I have four weeks to go, and I'm going to win like $10,000. You. Me. I'm like one of, there's like almost nobody left. Mm-hmm. I've survived 13 straight weeks. Right. I get to the end. I'm, I'm, I see the finish line. Like I, I have $10,000 in my grasp. The Jets are going to get Trevor Lawrence. It's all going to fucking work out. Everything's coming up. Rupert. Yep. They travel to LA to play <laughs> one of the best teams in the league, if not the best team in the league that year. And they fucking beat them. <laughs> they kick their fucking ass. I could not fucking believe it. I lose $10,000 basically. <laughs> I lose 20 years of watching a franchise quarterback. <laughs> and I was like, it's just, it's never going to fucking work out for this team. Like it, the cursed, I was broken. Uh-huh. <clears throat> oh, and obviously they didn't get Trevor Lawrence. They got Zach Wilson. How is Trevor Lawrence these days? Uh, he made the pro bowl last year. He's looking pretty good. The team isn't great, but he's been fine. What team you know? is he on? He's on the Jaguars. Okay. Which I'm sure the NFL wasn't too happy about because He's they have Trevor Lawrence team. wasting around yeah. in fucking Jacksonville. Uh-huh. You know, he could have been in, in New York. York. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's funny. So now this guy, uh, Zach Wilson. No, no, broke broke leg man. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers chose to go to the Jets. He chose to go to the Jets because the New York Jets, over the past couple, oh, they spent almost a decade of losing, right? Mm-hmm. But when you lose a lot, you start to get a lot of draft picks, and you can rebuild. And all these young team. draft picks, they the developed Jets. into an awesome team. They have an amazing defense. Uh-huh. The offense has a lot of like young, talented Potential. players. Right. They just need one position, and they're the a legitimate Super Bowl contender, and they're a quarterback. Aaron Rodgers had been in Green Bay, and they're successful so long. And he's won the Super Bowl there? He's won a Super Bowl, yeah. But it's when you've won so long over a certain amount of time, it's harder to draft good talent. Yeah, mm-hmm. and now your team's so your older team and, over time yeah. they get old. It is a good system in it that is. sense. Yeah, so it makes it keeps movement. Yeah. It's yes. not like baseball where the Yankees just buy everyone. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So there's a salary cap. There's movement. You know, things are what they are. Right. So Aaron Rodgers had been in Green Bay forever, and he was pissed because a couple of years ago they drafted his replacement, a guy named Jordan Love. To they, train him to, to train him. And he's like, why are you not getting talent while I'm, while I'm here trying to win? Right. Why are you getting a new kid? So they let the kids sit and watch Aaron Rodgers for two years. And after two years, they're basically like, yeah, we don't want you anymore. Do you want to retire or whatever? Wow. They moonlight grammed him. And he was mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm going to think about it. 
and it, there was rumors about the Jets. He was like, I have to go on a darkness retreat and like think about this. <laughs> yeah, the and fuck he fuck is a what's darkness a darkness retreat? retreat? He, so a darkness retreat is like he goes into like a cave. What is he <laughs> fucking Bjorn Ironside? Is he a yeah. Viking? Yeah, he's like he's like Batman. I swear to God, he goes into a cave with no light. And he just meditates for a couple of days, and when he emerges, he will have his decision. It's like, Jesus. This is ancient what? world yeah, shit. Like, what? Aaron Rodgers is like kind of a kook, but I love him. Uh-huh. Not anymore. Well, no, I still love him. I love him more than ever. It's not his fault. You it's know? not his fault. He's, he's a jet. It's yours. It's the only thing that <laughs> I would give him my Achilles if I could. So he went into this like Maybe fucking- that's what you got to do. I, I Maybe that's it. the uh, the the, yeah. <laughs> the saving grace. He's like Achilles, and he he, <laughs> he went into this thing and meditated, and he came out and was like, "I've had visions and visions, he visions." The, the the Empire State Mushrooms? Building came to me in a he dream. He took ayahuasca. <laughs> oh, yeah. He took he ayahuasca like, and shit like yeah, that. That's called hallucinations, yeah. not visions. This is the Oracle of Delphi. But yeah. he, I, I support this. I, uh, this is right. great. Yeah. And he came out and was like, I need to be a New York Jet. Wow. And he came to the Jets, and I was like, Boy. it's fucking happening. We're getting it. I didn't realize back. this was this cool. It was so built up. <laughs> and like, opening this makes night. It, this makes it so much better. Opening night, oh. it's 9 11. It's September 11th. Oh, it makes it so good. We're playing the Bills at home. Aaron Rodgers, they like, they do the player introductions, runs out of the tunnel, holding the American flag on 9 11. There's oh fireworks. It's this so fucking hysterical. heroic. And four plays later, season's over. <laughs> Unfucking believable. You couldn't script it. It's, it's amazing. It's like when it happened. First, I was stunned, and I was like, "What else could?" Well, first of all, I knew because he got he got tackled on the play, and when I saw him get tackled, I go, "He's out for the season." I knew immediately, and he stands up and he's kind of looking around, mm -hmm. and I'm like, "Maybe I'm wrong." And then he just drops, Ugh. and I'm like, "He's done for the year." I knew it, and, I, and people, everybody was texting me. Being like, no, 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 it's going to be okay. I was like, he's done for the year. I'm telling you. I knew the second it happened. <laughs> not a doubt in my fucking mind. As soon as I heard, I texted you. Yeah. And you were just like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to one of our friends. Oh, that's you know, so good. And we were just like fucking apocalyptic about it. He's mm -hmm. a Jets fan too. Like, yeah. It's. He's a friend I, of ours. It's just, is it ever going to fucking happen? Like, I just, all I need, because, and this is the thing, the Jets dominate my life. Because, like, family events, whatever, I don't want to do anything on a Sunday. I feel like I have to watch every game. If they've won a Super Bowl, I would feel freed of the curse. I feel Because like I feel like I need to earn it, like, with suffering. Mm -hmm. I have suffered for years. Yeah. I just want one fucking Super Bowl. They're going to suffer for They another, never need to play another, another game. They never need to win a game. I just want to see fucking one time before Earned I go. Earn this. Earn this. Earn it. So, You're not going <laughs> to. Congratulations. I will say. We it, know how you would, but you you refuse to listen to reason. And this is, you reap what you sow. You sleep in the bed you make. It's your fault. <laughs> Great. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, the Jets, though, they're currently three and three, and it looks like they may make the playoffs, actually. All right. That's not bad. That's, the is there any chance of how, oh, how the backup guy's good? He's he's so he was like their it's number, the Mark Sanchez. No, he was their number two draft pick who like okay, last year. They basically ran him out of town. Oh. Everybody gave up on him. 
But not and the Jets. The Jets kept him because they kind of couldn't get rid of him. And Aaron Rodgers was like, I like this kid. I'm going to take him under my wing. Okay. What is Rod now? Is Rodgers obviously he's he's out he'll of the recover, season. He's still on the team. Yeah, he'll is he recover. still showing up to games and like he's showing up to games here and there, but he also has medical rehab in California, uh-huh. you know. But the the crazy thing is he has healed way quicker than anyone has anticipated, and there's rumors he could be back by week twelve. Like he there's pictures of him throwing how a many how many stuff. weeks are there? There's 18 weeks. Oh, so the last six weeks, he so he'd make it for the Super Bowl. If he could made it. if he could make it for the playoffs potentially based on what so, he's gonna come back. He's and on the fifth play, he's gonna get shot. <laughs> <laughs> Something disastrous will look. Jets fans He'll aren't allowed joy. Whoops. Jets, <laughs> fans, <laughs> Jets fans aren't allowed joy. So something horrific will happen. Just a matter of how painful they can make it. Like this is the, this is the Jets thing to do to make a season as painful as possible, right? Mm. So they break your heart right away with Aaron Rodgers. Yes. You don't get to right. watch a competent offense. But then they start they, to win. They start to win. Yep. They're going to get close, right? It just depends how, how bad they close they get. Are they going to fuck me in the AFC Championship where they break my heart, yeah. or are they going to get to the last week of the season against the Patriots? Who they just, haven't they haven't beaten yeah. the Patriots by the way in like nine years. It just depends wow. on how blasphemous you're going to be. Nothing else. So they're going to play the Patriots. <laughs> the future is in your hands. It's in bro. your hands. <laughs> they're going to play the Patriots the last weekend of the season with the playoffs on the line. <laughs> and we'll see how fucking painful life is. Mm-hmm. What disaster strikes? This we'll is see. exciting. Yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, I'm we'll happy. we'll we'll keep Jets updates happening. All right. Wonderful. So Aaron Rodgers was in the darkness, unable to communicate in the cave. But, yeah. In the cave. But do you know what will help you communicate? Plato's cave theory. No, Riverside. Oh. What is Riverside, you may ask? It is an online telecommunications app that you can use for all your online video conferencing needs, whether it's podcasting or anything else. Not the modern prog band, huh? No, not the modern prog band. We did that bit already. (laughs) This is a simple ad read. Ah. Click our link, sign up to Riverside. Great customer service, great support, awesome video. It's the best video conferencing app around. What else do you need? Certainly not Zoom. They're gay. Yeah, they're, they're not good. They're not good. You get 4K, you get 1080. All right. So check out Riverside. (laughs) Click our link to sign up. Thank you, guys. History time. History time. time. I got something pretty light. Okay. Can I go first? Mine's pretty light. You're light, light. too? Yeah. You got something heavy? I think so. Yeah. All right. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. All right. You can go first. I have the Battle of Ramry Island. Ramry? Ramry. Ram Ranch. 18 Cowboys. No. No. 18 naked cowboys okay, looking okay, to okay. run <laughs> like a breed of ram looking to run. so under siege under lockdown <laughs> continue this is part of the <laughs> this is part of the burma campaign oh burma, okay now known as sure. Myanmar. myanmar myanmar but yes. it will always be, be burma, burma to, to me, me. <laughs> anyway you got some japanese we got some Japanese. So this event uh, has the record for the highest number of fatalities in an animal attack. Holy shit. Yes. Elephants in an animal attack? Yes. So are we sure? Elephants or tigers? Uh, hold on. Let's. Okay. You're going to like this. So uh, there's an island which the. Allied forces need to get to maintain. This is World War II for anyone who doesn't know. Yes. 
yeah, World War II, thank you. The Allied forces need to take this island because they can set it up as an airfield, which they can then use for the rest of their campaign, mm-hmm. right? British. British, yeah. British and Indian forces mm-hmm. are in this battle. So they, you know, they fight, they take the island, right? They're fighting the Japanese. They're refusing to surrender. They're shelling them. They're bombing them. They're doing all, you know, the usual war stuff. Mm -hmm. The Japanese, instead of surrendering, they want to cross like the island has like almost like a swamp. Okay. They want to cross through the swamp Uh and then get to their men, right? So it's like a thousand Japanese people. (laughs) While they're crossing at night, all oh the British soldiers here is a gut, like a gunshot, psh, and then just like Chaos. thrashing in water, followed by painful yells and screams. Oh wow, that's intimidating. There were a minimum of five hundred killed. What? Yeah, twenty turned around, Oof. and supposedly five hundred made it through. They ended up crossing sea crocodile infested waters wow oof oof yeah do you know how big a sea crocodile i've never even heard of a sea crocodile what's a sea crocodile a sea crocodile typically weighs about 2000 pounds a male adult 2000 that's fucking massive 2000 pounds they are like 20 to 25 feet in length so they, these are way bigger than like the Nile crocodiles. Yes, they oh are God. saltwater crocodiles. Uh-huh. They are fucking gigantic. Can we see a picture? And they look like a regular crocodile, just, just massive. Big, yeah, right. and their nose is slightly pointier. It's a dinosaur. It's, yeah, it's yeah. legit dinosaur. They got eaten by dinosaurs. Waters. And these fucking dudes. <laughs> Jurassic Park. <laughs> it's a dinosaur. <laughs> Life. Uh, Five hundred. Oh. And they got torn apart by these fucking alligators. As they're trying to well, flee. Crocodile, uh, okay. sorry. And yeah, and even if you didn't die from the first attack, you probably lost a limb or you can't walk and you drowned. Yeah. A hooting Oof. and a hollering. A pounding and hollering. And hollering. And roll back. Roll back. <laughs> You'll see one guy get dragged under. <laughs> guy from Yokohama, baseball player. <laughs> anyway, we didn't deliver the ball. <laughs> So they get fucking shredded by these dudes. 20 turn back to get captured. And the rest are massacred by alligators. And I'll read you some quotes. I would hate to get killed by crocodiles. It's terrifying because you know what they do. What are, they, are they going the death roll? They, well, they, yeah, the death yeah. roll. So they snap off your limbs. Yeah. Uh, I've uh, seen videos of like they'll grab another one's arm just because they're, they're at like vicious animals. Do you think Steve they do the spin? It rips off the arm. I was Ugh. so as I was watching a video about can- this, I was watching cannibals. Mm-hmm. I was watching a video about the crocodiles, mm-hmm. and I was yeah. like, it, "This is two thousand pounds. There's no way any man can seal their jaw shut, except that man, Steve Irwin." Yeah. Well, there, a, I, there's probably some like thing under their neck that if you hold it, they can't open, like Maybe. a pressure point. Uh, yeah. Who wants to find out? <laughs> that man. <laughs> so uh, this is a quote. That night, February 19th, 1945, was the most horrible that any member of the motor launch crews ever experienced. 
the scattered rifle shots in the plick in the wow. pitch black swamp punctured by the screams of wounded men crushed in the jaws of huge reptiles and the blurred worrying sound of spinning crocodiles made a cacophony of hell that has rarely been duplicated on earth. What a fucking paragraph. <laughs> At dawn, the vultures arrived to clean up what the crocodiles had left. Holy shit. Of about 1,000 Japanese soldiers that entered the swamps of Ramri, only about 20 were found alive. Holy shit. And that was written by Bruce Bruce Valanche. Yeah, Bruce Willis. (laughs) It wasn't his best Oscar material. Uh, Bruce Wright wrote that. And Bruce Wright was um, a Canadian guy who kind of invented Frogmen. Frogmen? Oh, like uh, Navy SEAL. Yeah, because that's what, you know, this Mm -hmm. was. Um, And he later became like like a Canadian naturalist guy. Wow. Like, yeah. Um, That is disturbing. And, you know, there's all these quotes. Modern historians are, like, debating about it. And they're like... If it's even possible. They're like, is this possible? Did the crocodiles really do this? Blah, blah, blah. 500 I, is a lot. And there's there's several reports of guys that were there being like, it was the most horrible shit we ever heard. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Like, they're like, there's no science behind this. And, you know, crocodiles really don't leave fucking evidence. And who wants to go in there to find out? Right. Yeah. But... I think I think it's more cool to go with the legend in this of case. Of course. Sure, oh, it always yeah. is. Yeah. So that's, that's the Battle of Ramry Island, the world's most deadly uh animal attack in history. Wow. That's brutal. Yeah. Just imagine that's, like what that sounded like. I don't want to. That's cracking just, a yeah, just, bone. just and spinning and screaming yeah. and and just like, and a bunch of British guys going, oh, it sounds like they're really going whoa, through whoa, down there. Really. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't want to be in that war. <laughs> do you know what the number one question I get asked is? Why what? are you so gay? Yeah, why Why do you like like a horrible team like the Jets? No, the number one question <laughs> I get asked is, how are you so mentally stable and healthy? And the answer is simple. With BetterHelp.com, I'm able to talk to an online licensed therapist at my convenience from the comfort of my own home. This you're isn't the, the win uh, you think it is for yeah. BetterHelp.com. This is the shine. <laughs> you are a shining example of mental health. <laughs> mental health. Mental health will drive you mad? Metal health. Mental health will drive you no, mad. Mental actually- health is just listening to a lot of like sabaton. Yeah. And, like you're just going crazy <laughs> at the amount of history that you got to learn to know. Mental songs. health. I don't think Steve's a quiet writer fan. Mental health will drive you sane. <laughs> I don't know. Just go to the website. Go to guys. the website. Yeah, talk yeah, to yeah. an online licensed therapist. Use our promo code. It's in the description below. Yeah, you got a Check discount. You got a discount. Use the discount. Yeah, use it. Right. So I don't know why we made them kind of Australian. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I, I don't know why. Maybe the Aussies were there. Yeah, 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 it was know. Anzacs. <laughs> Pacific Theater. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's probably. <laughs> All right. I got something a um, li- little different. Usually I like going with a, I like had some bigger event, some person. I have an operation. Is it water okay. on the knee? It's not. It's not. It's a whole bucket, see? But I want to give you a preface to how this operation came to be. And what it was. It's probably one of the biggest shows of force for something that is so unnecessary, but I love it. So, where is it? Gaza? Nope. <laughs> We're in Korea. <laughs> We're in the North and South Korea, 1976. Okay. So, we got some stuff going okay, on. Okay. It's there. modern. It's fairly modern, but there's a tense situation. Someone's snoring. Yes, it's there is a dog. a dog next to us. I wonder if the microphones can hear him. No, I don't think so. Maybe. No, it, it would be very She's low. She's a good girl. 
But a small group of U.S. and South Korean troops set out on a mission to cut back a tree in what is called the Jointly Controlled Zone or the Joint Security Area of North and South Korea. Is this the 95th, 98th parallel? The, the, it's the like not the demilitarized line. zone. Right. It's the, the joint control. Mm-hmm. So like there's, there's weapons there. Okay. You know. The reason why <laughs> they had to do this was because there was an observation post that couldn't see over into that, that zone and they had to trim the tree. Ah, yes. I am familiar. With 15 that. North Korean soldiers show up saying, you can't do this. This was planted by our leader. Mm-hmm. You can't trim this. Right. The tree is blocking. The tree is blocking the, an the observation post. Well, where's... So the it, tree's in like the, the on the parallel in the DMZ. Yeah. It's in the DMZ. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Yes. <laughs> so they're trimming the tree. The 15 soldiers like, you can't do this. And the United States and South Korean soldiers are like, what are you talking about? So they start trimming the tree. They're just going to trim this tree. Yeah, it's yeah. a tree. The 15 North Korean soldiers take crowbars, clubs, and axes and start attacking. They just start beating. They kill two United States officers. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, fuck is right. And they injure eight more. Four South Korean, How did four we United not States. just go, you're dead? <laughs> it was you're this crazy. close. You're dead. It was very close because it was in the, the that zone. You know why? Carter's president. Yeah. If this is Reagan. <laughs> yeah. Well, if it was Reagan, it wouldn't even We're happen. We're invaded. Yeah. We're well, invading. Here's the thing. We find this out and we're like, all right, we got to do Operation Paul Bunyan. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> this is one of my favorite things. It's the biggest show of force that we've done for something so minute so stupid. as trimming a tree. Yeah. We decide, you know what? Fuck this tree. <laughs> we're cutting it down. <laughs> we get. 14 to 15 military engineers and say, here, take these chainsaws. We're cutting down this tree and we're giving you backup. (laughs) The backup includes 813 infantry, 27 helicopters, a tank, and an entire air force, naval force, and the backing of the South Korean army to chop down one tree. To make a statement. To make a statement. Love it. Paul Bunyan. Operation Paul Bunyan carried out August 21st. It's 21st at 7 a.m. How much did it cost? Three days after the killings. (laughs) Billions of dollars. (laughs) I thought he was going to say they blew up the tree with like a missile. They brought (laughs) two eight-man team of military engineers equipped with chainsaws, M16s, and mines. Mm -hmm. So they're ready to go to war. The two teams are accompanied each by 30-man security platoons from the Joint Security Force. Do you so think right there, was, that's like a crazy amount. Do you think this was like an Armageddon situation where they're like, if we're going to cut this tree down, we need the best. <laughs> and they flew to like, you know. If we're, to, to British Columbia? Yeah. They're like in like Oregon. It's like a guy, Steve Jones, like, your country needs you. I don't you. cut down trees anymore. <laughs> Sir, it's the Koreans. We need you. My God, those Koreans killed my wife. He revs up his chainsaw. Let's do this shit. It gets gets even bigger. There's a freedom bridge that goes into South Korea. Okay. Right? They park a 165. Is that like a French bridge in 2002? (laughs) 
Did you call them Freedom Fries? I think I did once or twice. Yeah. I, I think, did. I think yeah. ironically. Yeah. yeah, but that didn't last. Uh, they parked a 165 millimeter main gun of an M728 combat engineer vehicle on the bridge to span the entire area just in case anybody came. Mm-hmm. They had a 64-man task force of the ROK Army 1st Special Forces Brigade accompanying them, armed with clubs, trained in Taekwondo, but when they get there, they give them M16s and grenade launchers. <laughs> so now there's 64 men with grenade launchers and, and mines, of course. That's not enough. 20 utility helicopters and seven Cobra attack helicopters. Mind you, 14 people have chainsaws to cut down this tree. <laughs> It's not a big tree. <laughs> I promise you, it only needs one chainsaw. That's really just in case they bum rush you so you can, like, chase them. <laughs> behind, behind the 27 helicopters, B-52s. Standing by. Standing by, ready to <laughs> They're go. They're ready to play Love Shack on moment's notice. <laughs> Rumor has it. off, <laughs> we're jumping into rock lobster. Everybody's moving. Everybody's grooving, baby. Escorted, <laughs> escorted by F-4 Phantom 2s. F-5s, F-86s, <laughs> and rumored to have nuclear arms on them. Of course. <laughs> you thought come, that was enough? If you can come to play. No. They dropped the aircraft carrier USS Midway Task Force on the coast. Mm. <laughs> come to the coast. Have, have a few laughs. South Korea is like, we can't let them upstage us with their force. We got to bring our own guys. Right? Because why would you? Right. 12,000 South Korean troops including 1,800 Marines from Okinawa show up. All right, now here's my question. <laughs> how does the how does North Korea not view this as a preparation for just straight-up invasion? They go, we're about to be invaded, yeah. let them take the tree. Yeah, but wouldn't they you just, wouldn't you wouldn't you assume like, if we're not the, doing anything? We're sorry. The, <laughs> if you're the glorious leader, it's like, well, yeah. they brought all this out. Obviously, we're about to die. war's about to happen. Yeah. You know, you would think so. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I, I guess they understood the nature of American fucking. You're gonna you piss us wastefulness. Off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they see the chainsaws and they're like, "Well, typically people don't invade with chainsaws. It must be for the tree." <laughs> wow. North Korea only responds with 150 to 200 troops, just with machine guns and rifles. Realize what they're up against, and they're like, "Nope." Go back. Mm. You got it. You got to abandon it. <laughs> Five minutes into the operation, they got the tree down. What was the Soviet take <laughs> on this tree? What was the Soviet response to this tree? I wonder. I don't know, but Should apparently the uh, we will plant on the North tree. on the North <laughs> Korean radio network, like tree. we we were tapped in, and it said we blew their fucking minds. <laughs> like, like, oh my god, what is happening? <laughs> And that is you know the story the of Operation Paul Bunyan. They should have brought like redwood seeds from California <laughs> and just planted them in just giant like ancient trees. I, I love that show of force. It's so funny. It's funny. I do respect yeah. it. It sucks that two people died, but it's like, yeah, look, look what you did. It's a very good story. <laughs> I lost yeah. my son. How did he die? Well, ma'am, he was pruning a tree <laughs> and the North Koreans weren't happy then about it. Bludgeoned to death with a crowbar. <laughs> it's like the peach tree war. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Not exactly the Lincoln letter from Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Right? I love the fact that there's like B-52s. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, why why are we going in the air? They're going to chop down a tree. <laughs> we tried trimming it. It just, it didn't work out. Why didn't they just nape it? Oh no! Yeah, they had 80 like helicopters. They could have yeah. just shot at it. Why'd you bring the chainsaws? Mm. I love is, that, is there like a stump there today? Probably not. I think that I think there's. <laughs> I hope they uprooted it. Yeah, you want to come back? I would assume they uprooted. I'm gonna go iron that back, uproot that tree. Yeah. I want to know where like to go with it. 
right. Um, got. Yeah, I guess it's my turn. So I um, we're doing this episode for November, right? Yes. Yes. And here in the states, we celebrate Thanksgiving. Oh oh oh. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Oh, oh, oh. So we, I thought we, we are gonna have it would be time. fun yeah. um, to talk about what happened after Thanksgiving. Because everybody knows the Thanksgiving story. A lot usually of shit was uh, in it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say usually Christmas is the next one. But I, okay. I want to talk about America's, well, not America's, but the probably Settlers. the first war in American history. First real war in On American the history. This sounds uh, against natives. Yes. Hmm. It's called the Pequot War. Pequot. Are you guys familiar with this at all? So I am familiar with um, Pequot bombs. So Pequot bombs? Yeah. So me and my friend, what we used to do is we would get uh, Pequot. And if you get aluminum foil. What's Pequot? It's like, um, it's like a generic drain cleaner. Okay. And if you put uh, either tin foil or aluminum foil and you shake it and you throw it, mm-hmm. it explodes and makes a loud noise. It's not, it's not really destructive. Mm-hmm. It just pops really loud. That's cool. It's fun. Like we used to go into like uh, playgrounds and like throw them. Throw the children. And blow things right, up. Right. So <laughs> Just all, all I'll, of I'll good tell nature. you a little story good real quick. Nothing, nothing works better on children than Drano. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, the fuck are you talking about, Brian? You throwing bombs? Pequot bombs. It was no, it was at night we would go and do oh. this. Like we would just we just needed You have empty. a career with kids, maybe not. No, uh, no, we word would just, your shit. We would need empty lots to to blow them up. Uh-huh. Like so we go to like playgrounds at night, parks or whatever. Right. But there was one time we were by my friend's house and we were just making them like we always do and we were just we threw it into the middle of the street. Yeah. And as we do it, a cop car pulls up. <laughs> And it blows up on the cop car. Oh my god! And we fucking are where? So we're in the woods, kind of by his house, and we blow it up. How old were you? Uh, I was like, I was between sixteen and nineteen. <laughs> okay, you're a terrorist now. You know that. <laughs> you're an adult. Accidental terrorist. <laughs> Just a wide man. If there was, if there was like titles for these episodes, accidental terrorist would be a very good title. So it blew up on the cop car. Obviously, the cops are like, "What the fuck just happened?" Yeah. Yeah. So we book. Uh We jet. Did they chase you? I'm sure they were, but we, you know, we kind of had a head start, Mm -hmm. and we run through the woods, and we get back to my friend's house, and we're hiding. (laughs) And yeah, that was the time I, I used a Pequot bomb and accidentally wow. hit a cop car. Nice. I never told you that story. No, I've never heard that. Nice. Yeah. But the Pequot War. Yeah. Okay. Not that. Not about <laughs> not Drano. <laughs> okay. I guess this uh, requires some background. Um, 1620s, the Plymouth Colony is founded. Everybody knows about that, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Um, Puritans, Englishmen. Solid rock. Lend yes. me your ears. <laughs> Uh, out west of that, on the Hudson Valley, the Dutch have set up their trading posts. Oh yeah. Um, and else, in between, well, that's going to play into this. Ah. Uh, in between, you've got the natives. Now, the most powerful group in the region, in like what is today Eastern Connecticut, are the Pequot, and the Pequot kind of dominate the rest of their neighbors. The tribe. Yes, oh, the okay. Mohegans and the Narragansett. In particular, they're the big players. On they're the big players in the region. Yeah. Um, what they do 
is they make what's called wampum, which I'm sure you've heard of. I've heard the phrase. I don't know what wampum is. So wampum is almost like sashes or cloaks made out of seashell beads. These beads that are like come that they carve out of seashells, right? Now the Indians love this shit. They love wampum. Specifically the ones that are living in like the Hudson Valley, far away from the ocean. They can't make their own. Mm. So the beaver, like the beaver peltry, which is a big thing at the time, right? Everybody wants these beaver pelts. Um, the like the Iroquois will get the beavers. They'll trade it for wampum, um, and then it makes its way back to the coast. And right? the wampum has no real utility besides like fashion. It, it's what are the be- what the beaver pelts have no utility other than they make hats out of them. That's what I mean. You know? it's fashion. <laughs> it's yeah, the same saying, thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, it has like ceremonial. It's like stuff. gold. There's no utility to gold, right? But the Euro- the Europeans yeah. catch on to the that the wampum can be used essentially as currency in the amongst amongst the natives, right? Mm-hmm. And they depend on the natives to trade and and make these colonies that they're trying to establish. You need them successful. to get you shit, yeah. Right. You just get stuff from a box of seashells. Yeah. But the the Pequot, they're the big players in the wampum trade. The Narragansett, who are their rivals, are like the second biggest. Um. So Plymouth Colony is a success. And over the next 10 years or so, thousands of Englishmen come over and start flooding what would become New England. Uh, they established Boston, which is the main city. <laughs> Shipped up, yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're looking to expand and, and make uh, new settlements and everything, right? So... Uh, they have a working relationship with the Pequot, but there's obviously tensions. Uh, anytime these these two cultures come into contact with each other, there tends to be mm-hmm. disagreements. At, le- at, at, the, at the very <laughs> least, high anxiety among both groups. But, shit may pop off right now, right? Yeah. And shit does pop off, you know, here and there, and and they need to reckon with that as it as it happens. Um, the Pequot are also doing business with the Dutch, right? So, uh. Some Dutch piss off the Pequot and get themselves killed. They, the Pequot kill them. The Dutch respond by killing some Pequot. It looks like there's going to be a war, but the Pequot are a little indiscriminate and they see kind of any white person as the enemy. Yeah, you're with them. And they end up killing a guy named John Stone. What was the name? John Stone. John Stone. John Stone is an Englishman. It's a good okay. name. He's good not name. Dutch. Oh. He was very heavy, though. Uh, right. Like <laughs> one stone. One stone. Yeah. Um, I, is that heavy? I don't know. No. One, I think a stone is like 14 pounds. Oh, okay. Um, well, John Stone, just to speak of, of his character, he's a sea captain, and he's kind of like a piece of shit. Oh, he's garbage. <laughs> he's like a drunk, and a, uh, he's like a an adulterer and the pilgrims and Puritans over in Boston, they don't, roll they don't like him, but okay. he's still their guy and they kill him. That's our scumbag. Right. 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 Oh, I should, I like should you guys with me on the show. Yeah. yeah. I should say this <laughs> in, uh, I believe it's, uh, 1634 ish. There's a plague that okay. hits the Indians real hard. Uh, and it diminishes the Pequot, by like 75%. Holy shit. Yeah. 
Like so they get they get ravaged, and it opens up a power vacuum amongst their rivalries. Now, remember, I said that they kind of dominate the local tribes. Yeah, I have a feeling that's about to change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So one of the uh, sachems among the Mohegan is a guy named Uncas. Uncas, and that's Unc- a bad name. Uncas is an ambitious dude. Uncas sounds like fucking like the guy in Guar. Like that's what I think. Yeah. This is the name of one of the guys from Last Mohicans, if yeah. you remember. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, why I know yeah. that. Um, there's also Uncasville, which is where current day Foxwoods is, I believe, Fox in Connecticut. Woods. This is the whole region we're talking about, okay. right? So the Narragansett, seeing the weakened Pequot, declare war on them and try to take over the wampum trade, right? Meanwhile, they've got problems with the Dutch. Tapo hits Tapo. Tapo, tapo hits. hits we can't get anything done. <laughs> Cracko. Cracko, yeah. Um, so the Pequot are like, all right, we have to go to the English and say we're friends. So they go to the English and they make a treaty where they're going to allow sole trade with the English. They're going to stop trading with the Dutch and the Narragansett and only trade with the English. And they're going to let the English form settlements on the Connecticut River. So the English are like, great, we're going to do that. So they set up these towns and a fort. The fort is on like the mouth of the river. It's like Long Island, the Long Island Sound, and this fort's like up there, okay. mm-hmm. right? It's um, got the high ground. Yeah. Don't so, try it. So now that the English are living in close proximity with the Pequot, there's a lot more contact with them and a lot more opportunities for bad shit to happen. And it does. Uncas <laughs> is like, this is my this is my opportunity. Did he have a wife? I probably. She was an Uncas fucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was. Sure. You fucked her Uncas sure. yesterday. Yes. So Uncas goes to the English. That's a reach. <laughs> and he tells them the Pequot are planning to wipe out these villages on the Connecticut River. Okay. We're going to kill. They're going to kill you. He Just warns peaceful him. people. Right. You know? He takes it upon himself to be like, hey, I, don't you didn't hear from me, <laughs> but they're coming. <laughs> now, whether this is true or not, nobody really knows. But he could have just been. But the English take it very seriously. As they should. Right. So they go to the Pequot and are like, oh, I should say this. When they made that treaty, the Pequot, with the English, the English demanded they bring the guy who killed John Stone to justice, to hand him over. Okay, them. that. And they have neglected to do that up to this point. Oh. Uh, so so this there's is, no treaty, really. This is still an open yeah. thing. They're still mad. Yeah. yeah. So the English go in and they start demanding shit. They go into the, the Pequot villages and they want the killer of this guy. And the Pequot are being very, like, tight-lipped about it. They won't say who it is or why, or then definitely not handing him over. I don't know nothing. Like, we're not doing this. Um... And it kind of simmers down. But then something happens on a place called Block Island. Block Island is this island off the coast of Connecticut that has a substantial narrative. That's where they build Legos, right? Isn't that the Lego yes. factories there now? <laughs> where the park Block is. Island. Uh, Block Lego Island is, Narr- Block is Narragansett Island. territory. Okay. And <laughs> an Englishman gets killed on Block Island by the Indians. Oh. Seems to be a common thing. But. The Narragansett immediately run to Boston and go, look, this guy got killed. We are sending 200 men to Block Island to arrest the people that killed him. But some of them escaped into Pequot territory and the Pequot are are harboring them. (laughs) So the English are like, what the fuck? 
This is like the Zimmerman telegraph of like the 16. The Indians are trying to play each other to get the the English to beat up yeah. the Pequot, yeah. right? And the and the English have no problem doing that. Yeah, they're like okay, uh, sure. yeah. So they send a ship from the fort on the Connecticut River to Block Island with a bunch of guys, and they attack the island. They like take out everybody on it. They capture it. They take prisoners. And they find out that, yes, there's some people that have fled into the Pequot territory. So it's like, all right, we've had enough of these fucking so Pequot. too much of a mistake. Right. Yeah. And they go to the Pequot, the, the biggest Pequot village they could find, right? And they are like, all right, hand over the guys. And right now, give us the guy who killed John Stone. And this is when they finally find out that the guy who killed John Stone is, in fact, a guy named Sassicum. 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 Yes. Because he's sassy. <laughs> yeah, he always gave everyone an ad. <laughs> oh. And he is in. Oh, I'm sorry. Sassicus. Sassicus. Not Sassicus. That still works. Sassicus. Greek. Sassicus. Brian can't pronounce it. Suffer and suck a cat. Is the head sachem of the Pequot. He's their chief. Okay. He's their leader. Oh, the chief. So they're certainly not going to hand him over. They should have. So the English burned the village. Yep. As one does. And this is the start of the Pequot War. This is like right after Thanksgiving? It's like 10 years later. Okay. It's in the wake. Um, so now the Pequot are on the warpath. They immediately put to siege the fort. The people inside it, anyone who's outside the fort dies. Like in the, you can't be in that region. Yeah, if you're, if not you're, if you're behind the wall, if you're outside the walls, you're dead. They kill you. Um, and they, they put it to siege and they're there for a long time. Meanwhile, they raid the villages on the upper river, right? The, that the English had set up. Uh -huh. They kidnap a couple of girls, like oh. uh, teenage girls or something. And they take them back deep into their territory. Uh, up in Boston, there's actually like a religious- John Wayne goes for them, right? He goes to the <laughs> girl. That's the search. She ain't white no more. Up in Boston, there's actually like a religious upheaval among the Puritans, like they're trying to oust this guy, John Winthrop, who's been the governor of the colony ever okay. since the beginning. They're trying to get more religious or less. There's like a, a heresy and they need, okay. and they're, they're completely embroiled in this. They're not worried about what's happening okay. on the frontier. So they, no, no reinforcements are coming. They're from worried Boston. about crucible shit. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so it's completely left to the people out, you know, out in the wilderness to fend for themselves. It just so happens that a Dutch ship leaving New York uh, well, New Amsterdam is passing through the area and the English in the fort, because it's right on the water, they can see them. They're like, can you do us the favor and go into the Pequot territory and see if you can get these girls that have been kidnapped back? Oh, wow. So the Dutch decide to help out. And the Dutch captain was like, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so they do. And they, I, I, more that's or less through, that's through that's negotiation. The extraction prequel. <laughs> <laughs> there's a Dutchman. <laughs> the Dutch rescue the girls, that bring them back nice. to the fort. Um, and the girls have some information. They're like, oh. the Pequot have gathered a large amount of them in this place called Mystic. And they're spraying Fago everywhere. A <laughs> <laughs> gathering of the Pequot. Yeah. Um, oh, they're in Mystic? Right. So they're worshiping Julia Roberts. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. that's that spot, right? Yeah. Mystic Connecticut on the Mystic River, right? Mystic River. <laughs> okay. So meanwhile, back at the fort, 
Pequot <clears throat> diplomacy. They made they they come out and they call out the guys at the fort. We're like, we want to talk to you. And the the warriors go. I, I have I have exact quotes. Okay. So they say to the guys at the fort, "Have you had? Have you fought enough?" And the guys at the fort go, "Not yet." Do you kill women and children? The Indians are asking them this. And now this is weird because normally the Indians tend to avoid killing women and children. Oh, really? They they just they steal them. They capture okay. them and make them slaves. Love slaves, yeah. Well, not, not just slaves in okay. general, right? And the Indians go, "We'll uh, the, the the English go, "We'll see." Oh shit. Yeah. And the Pequot respond, "We are Pequot we have killed Englishmen. We can kill them like mosquitoes. We will go to Connecticut and kill men, women, and children. And this is the and then they walk away. That's the end of the okay. diplomacy. Diplomacy Shit's is good diplomacy. Good. Yes. So the Pequot raid the English towns. They're killing lots of people. But finally, they figure out what the hell's going on in Boston, and they send an army down. And now they've they're armed with this information that the teenage girls have brought them, and uh, a, a force from the fort goes by sea into the Narragansett territory, meets up with an army from Boston. There's like it's only it's and I say army it's it's like a war band. There's like ninety of them. There's ninety Englishmen, and they go to the Narragansett and said, "Let us pass through your territory, and in fact, you should probably help us." The Narragansett join up. With the English. Yeah, I've been waiting to kill some yeah. Pequot. Yep. The enemy and, of my enemy. And the Mohegans. So now there's an alliance. 500 Indians, 90 Englishmen. They decide to march on this mystic. Now, mystic is when, when they get there, they find it's got giant palisade. They can't break through it. And in fact, the Pequot have actually moved all of their women and children in waiting for this war. They've moved them all to mystic. Okay. So it's filled with the civilians. Yep. Like 20 guys managed to break through the walls, but they are quickly repulsed and pushed back out again. So the English are like, okay, well, we fought in Europe. We know how this shit goes. We have our own tactics that the Indians have never seen before. And they're like, we'll fire the town. So they set it on fire and they burn everyone. They kill like 700 people. Holy shit. Wow. It is called the Mystic Massacre. I have the date if anybody wants to look this so up. So when you're watching Mystic Pizza next time, <laughs> just remember there. This on- is like pretty much where Foxwoods is today. The okay. casino. All right. Um, May 26, si- 1637. Technically the Mohegan Sun. That makes more sense than the Foxwoods. A massive destruction of the people. Now remember, the Pequot yeah. have just been plagued. Now they're even worse. There's barely any of them left. They're almost extinct. Yeah. There's an army of 300 Pequot marching to the relief of Mystic. They see the smoke in the distance and are just like what despondent. The Indian allies with the English are horrified by what they've seen. They've they've never seen war like like this before. You mean you just burn everybody? This is just too fucking brutal for them. They're like, the way the English make war is like, so in like it's so needlessly brutal that they abandon the English okay. and they try to leave, but the Pequot army it's meets up, way, runs yeah. into them as they're trying to leave, and it's they, like you guys, you yep. did this, <laughs> and they start killing and capturing them, and the English are forced to intercede and rescue their former allies. Wow. So they there's a big ass battle, Pequot lose, and they're so 
just broken by seeing what has happened to the them. Pequot. Yeah. That Sassicus, remember the guy, yeah. their mm-hmm. leader, he gives up and he's like, we have to abandon the region. He moves it's all. Over. It's over. We lost. He he moves everyone who's left out of Connecticut and takes them west. And he wants to go and live among the Mohawk. Problem is the Mohawk don't Mohawk take too kindly. Vicious, yeah. When he gets to the Mohawk, they murder him and his bodyguard and just take whatever's yeah. left. And that's the end of the Pequot. The Pequot wow. were completely Pequot annihilated. Tried. Wow. Yeah. So if he would have just been like, yeah, I killed this dude, I surrender, his whole tribe would have lived. Yeah. Well, if he gave himself up. Yeah, his whole tribe would have lived probably. For a time. Yeah, for a time. I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, theory. Wow. There was really no stopping the, the other ones, the expansion though, yeah. of what, you know, this is this is eventually what became this is the United States in the womb. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? Uh wow. Eventually all these people were going yeah. to be displaced mm-hmm. at the very least. It's um, an inevitability. Yeah. But it wouldn't have been Manifest uh, Destiny. Massacre, right. you know. Who knows what it may happened. have ended differently if he had surrendered, yeah. but this is how it played out. Wow. And Saskas got, got killed, you know. Is that what the song in Into the, the Mystic is about? What's Into the Mystic? Nothing. <laughs> song. <Yeah. laughs> Into the Mystic. By whom? I don't know the song. I'm looking it up. I don't know it. <laughs> But yeah, Pequot War. It's by Van Morrison. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like the, it's it's a very important conflict that yeah, just people don't know about. Never well, really spoken I, about. I, I think there's... It's and then King the Philip's War comes of, after that, which is even bigger. Uh, the shadow of categorizing what, like the expansion out west kind of covers all that. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, but this is like so how many times did like, that actually happen? Imagine like, oh, if people would some eliminate them. Well, you tell everyone the Thanksgiving story, and then you're not telling them the next part. <laughs> well, you know, uh, there was actually a play made by Saskas to unite with the Narragansett. Oh, really? Yeah, he wanted to. When you said play, I thought like theater he made like a theater. theater play. Oh, no, 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 no. It was a <laughs> tactic. He he actually went to the Narragansett and said, let's join forces and kill the English. They were on tour. Yeah, they did like Macbeth. A <laughs> couple, like... couple of nights in, a, in each city. <laughs> but the Narragansett didn't go for it. And I, I think there was some English intervention at that point. Like they had agents in uh-huh. the Narragansett being like, don't Info- do this. Yeah, you don't want this. Yeah. You want the English here. Right. Because they are all making money off the English. Yeah. You know, they're, and they're, they're making wampum. They're making wamp, but, yeah. and they don't know what's coming. You know, no, it's like it's just people it? living. They hadn't seen horses. You know, like at this point, the, yeah. they're familiar with Europeans. You know, they understand. Yeah, horses have been there, yeah. I guess, but yeah, it's still new to the continent relatively. Mm. Oh, yeah. But on the timeline, the people living at that moment who are making money, like those, the native tribes, mm-hmm. You're going to have another generation or two before, like, you're really kicked out, no? Right. You know, you got, you, in your mind, nothing's happening. And it probably didn't for the rest of your life. You're, think you're think about this good. one. By the time the Salem Witch Trials happened, which is 1690s, yeah. which is, it's only 40, 50 years, you know, after yeah. this. But that's a generation. The Indians are gone. Yeah. There's no one in the region, yeah. you know? They, it's completely yeah, Anglo's they, they're forced west. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Crazy. Uh, that's nice. Yeah. I think that's it, guys. Are we done? I, well, we got to pick. Yeah, stuff. that's Well, I mean. we already know right, one so, thing. So uh, this is going to come out the week of Thanksgiving. Jesus uh, Christ. Not, no, does it not, matter? not the pick episode, the movie I'm picking. Oh. oh the movie I'm picking is coming out the week of Thanksgiving. 
Uh, okay. Get ready for that. We're doing the dirt. The dirt. And we have a very special guest coming in. The one and only, the legend, Walt Flanagan from TSD is coming oh, back. We're okay. gonna do the, the dirt. Bo- our boss. Yeah. <laughs> our boss is coming in. We gotta be we gotta be performance review. Yeah. 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 Performance I'm, review. I'm gonna have a performance review, you guys. <laughs> yeah, print out a little sheet with our numbers yeah. and you know the things we take at stuff out that he says, yeah. you know. <laughs> Although I think I was cut, I was cut like once or twice in this episode, probably. So it's fine. You both will be. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you talking. It's yeah. just how it completely. I'm like middle management. Right, right. <laughs> What are you picking? Oh, I'm I'm gonna pick the messenger, the Joan of Arc story, Luc Besson, Joan of Arc. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never saw it until yesterday, two days ago. <laughs> Did you ever see it? <laughs> well, we're getting ready to record it in like five minutes. Yeah, yeah. We're recording it. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Uh, <laughs> when uh, when I went to talk to him about it because we were gonna watch it at the same time, I go, "Hey, uh, you know, Woody Harrelson's like, um, I'm excited. You know, he's a good actor." He's, Woody Harrelson. That was his reaction. Because what the fuck are you talking about? I go the messenger. He goes yeah, the messenger, Joan of Arc. I go wait, this isn't about the Iraq War. I was this close to watching the messenger, which is another movie about the Iraq War. Because nobody told me it's the messenger, the story of Joan of Arc. Yeah. So I Google the messenger, and I'm like, oh, this looks like a nice movie watch about the- Iraq. That would be great. <laughs> It's gonna happen one day where yeah. somebody watched the yeah, wrong yeah. thing. Yeah. It almost ruins did. the show. I wish if that he that. didn't tell me, I would have came in today. Like, yeah, like Woody Harrelson was amazing. Uh-huh. You guys were like, what? <laughs> I've seen that movie. It's not bad. It's not based on history, really. Mm. No, it's, it's like, like a, it, it's like a family drama. Kind yeah, of. yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, my movie. Yep, Tombstone. That's sick. Let's go Western. I'm excited. Go That's Western. our first real like Western Western, right? We've dabbled in there. We like, did Death the, Hunt. We did Death Hunt. We did Bury My Heart at Wounded Knee. Okay. Is Death Hunt a Western? It is. In spirit, it is. A little, but. It's a cold Western. It's a cold. cold. Yeah, it's chilly. <laughs> it's our first time chilly. like desert town. Yeah, yeah. like traditional. Classic traditional yeah. Western. All right. Remember that that episode, Spectre of the Gun. I was gonna, I was I'm waiting to bring that up on the Tombstone episode. Okay, we'll yeah. wait. We'll... <laughs> Great episode. All right, All right. that's it. You guys want to say bye? Bye. Thank you for listening. Thank, Thank you for, for watching. Send us more emails. Should we tell them what is up for sale? What's for because sale? We're gonna we're gonna do an ad for it right after this, and I'll put it. Uh, Here's what's for sale. Go to the website. Well, 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 there's some there's some holiday yeah, well, stuff. Yeah, we're gonna do a full holiday yeah, commercial. We're, we're gonna bang that. it out. Real no, quick. no, no, no. Let's just do we, it we now. Gotta do, it's on the we gotta do the episode, ads. bro. Why? Because I want to slip it into like a we different were two point. and a, almost two and a half hours. This is two and a half hours. Holy shit! Yeah, okay. you guys don't shut the fuck up. Okay, ready. This is two and a half hours. You're at two ten. This is our longest pickup. So two usually hours. Longest, <laughs> usually we struggle to get an I've hour. I've been waiting for you guys to stop. Okay. Fine. Holy shit. All right. Guys, <laughs> November is a big, big month for us. Um, we ha- are releasing our first bonus content. It is our first Christmas album. We recorded it. We have a bunch of guests. I'm not going to tell you all the guests, but it's alumni from TSD Town. You could see some of them on the yeah, cover of the, the cover, album. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be on bandcamp.com. It's going to drop Black Friday. Um, I'm super excited for everyone to get a chance to hear it. It's two, as of now, it's two tracks, full Christmas podcast. And then there's going to be another podcast where we're going to cover It's a Wonderful Life, which isn't a historical movie, but it gives us a chance to kind of expand what we can do and to see what you guys want from us going forward. I've never seen it. To see if there's an appetite for bonus content. So that comes out Black Friday, uh, 
please get excited for that because I am. You could buy a shirt with the album cover. And that's on the it. other thing. Yeah. If you go to our website, we are doing exclusive merchandise, uh, which is running. merchandising, merchandising, <laughs> where the real money from the movie is made. <laughs> Start- this is really two and a half hours. Two hours, 15 minutes about. Holy shit. Getting there. I'm sorry. It's a Y'all fucking pick episode. Shut the fuck up. So, <laughs> fucking kissing Jets talk. Yeah. yeah. You know, you stop. <laughs> no, the emails. No, the, like, I think the emails are Yeah, we had a lot minutes. of emails. Yeah. Um, anyway, so it's a limited print. It's It ends. It goes away December 26th. This shirt it's will limited, never come yeah. back. All right. Never. So, it's the album cover, ugly Christmas shirt. Uh, that's it. That's it. They can go look. And sweater. Yeah, you can go, go look, look on the website. Out. Check it right. out. Let's give it a quick gander. It's you guys, fun. It's you guys a fun want to say bye? We did. We already said bye. Right. <laughs> well, I give a big thank you to everybody listening and or watching. Thank you to Bry Walt Q. Get him. Landis record down in the studio. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you all for listening. Follow the show everywhere. Our View History Pod on Twitter. Reviewing History Pod everywhere else. Like and subscribe on YouTube. Leave a review on Apple, iTunes, or Spotify. Helps potential sponsors find the show. Follow me, Percy, on all social media, at Brian Rupert. That's with two Ps. Follow me on Letterboxd. I rank and review every single movie I watch, even the ones in my personal life. Thank you guys so much. Go to reviewinghistorypod.com. Check out the merch. At least see the cover. You'll probably laugh. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you next time. Bye.